0: go to bluehost.com/wonder suite every team every topic everywhere this is believe
1: all right everyone welcome back to another episode of the weeb weekly today we are covering what we consider to be probably the biggest week we've had in the long tenured life of this of this podcast I mean, could we have been more blessed? Per usual, I am blessed out of Texas, the newly rebranded Tropical Joe. How are we doing, my guy?
2: Yes, sir. Very excited to talk about a lot of fun stuff that happened in the pop culture zeitgeist.
1: Mm -hmm. And then we got, coming out the East Coast, Mizu. What's going on, my guy?
3: Everything is cool. What's
1: up, up, everyone? Yeah, 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 everything is cool. I mean, until we until we get into, you know, the uh the cool character from from, I guess, what's going to be Jose's favorite movie of the year. But before. No, 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 never mind. Never mind. Uh, before that. we get we'll in that. <laughs> before we get into any of that, like we said, biggest week we've seen while we've been doing this this podcast here. We had Mortal Kombat week come out. We had the Demon Slayer movie come out. We had the finale for the best thing I think Disney Plus has done yet, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We had a new episode of MHA. We had an incredible episode of Invincible. It's just like the world is just like, hey, listen, I want to hear more of Jose, Nick, and Mizu's talks about these interesting topics. We're like, how about, we give them, how about we give them everything? And before we get into everything, I guess we have to start somewhere. And let's start with my number one piece of content coming out of this week, the Demon Slayer movie. Listen, I wore my anime shirt. I didn't wear my headband because I was like, I don't want to be that guy. But I, I didn't see a lot of people cosplaying. Made me a little upset. Didn't see any Nezuko's, any Tanjiro's in my, in my movie theater. A little, a little, a little tear shed. I was like, why go to a movie opening day if you're not going to see that? But that was incredible. At least I thought so. I, I have heard some conflicting results, some uh, cl- conflicting opinions. Jose, what would you think?
2: Uh just in my case, I did see cosplay for both Mortal Kombat and Demon Slayer. It was amazing.
1: I live in the uh, Bay Area. You figured like we have Comic-Con, we have all that. Like I figured nope. I would get something. Nope.
2: Bro, we uh I'll I'll save I'll save my my opinions on Mortal Kombat for later, but I saw the entire roster. Like, like the entire original roster with prosthetics, like with the Melina, like teeth, like full on, like all three ninjas. So like Scorpion, Reptile, and Sub-Zero showed up. Like it was, it was, it was bonkers. And for Demon Slayer, I saw Kanata uh, cosplay, I saw Senitsu cosplay, and I saw uh, Shinobu uh, cosplay. My. So I saw three people just going like, with the, the fake swords. What? Huh?
1: Do you have the Shinobu wings?
2: She had the uh the the, the rapier, the rape, like the fake uh-huh. rapier, but yeah, no, she yeah. didn't have the wings. She's like she had the robe and the like the rapier, but but nothing like that. Yep, exactly. Yep. Um I I absolutely love the Demon Slayer movie, just like in first first impressions, probably the best animated feature that I've seen since Spirited Away in terms of like in, in terms of like uh like style and impact in terms of the visuals mm. I, I know that story is very different and like some some stories have more weight but in terms of like what i saw on the screen like i cried twice <laughs> i'm really oh, invested yeah. in this story so like I I, I I might be a little bit biased but i loved it i would give it like a 9.5 out of 10 there were some areas that were like a little bit slow in terms of pacing mm-hmm. but 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 i would give it like a 9.5 out of 10 nizu let me know
3: Um, unfortunately I didn't get to go see it because of us moving. So now it's all good. It's all good. All right. Then I guess it's me and you, Jose. I only cried. No
2: spoilers. No spoilers though.
3: No, you can, you can talk about it. I have like,
2: have you read the, you you read the manga, right? Huh? Did you read the manga? I finished
3: the manga.
2: Oh, okay. Then yeah. So He he knows,
1: he knows I cried once and we'll get into that moment, but I was realizing as I sat down, as the Annie Polex and all of that like Funimation came, I was like, I was like, this is the first time I've ever seen an anime on a big screen. I'd never seen an anime movie on big screen before, and I was like, I, it was, it was like a transformational moment for me. I was like, I, is this going to become the norm? Are we looking at, are, is Sao Progressive going to be in the movie theaters? Is it, are we gonna, is this going to become more normal as time goes on? As anime culture becomes more mainstream.
2: I uh, yeah, uh, I hope so bro I hope so right
1: <laughs> I hope so right like because I was sitting there and I was like this is incredible I was like Demon Slayer is known for its animation it's known like for its pacing its beautiful fights what better place to take that than the movie theater and that's why I think it worked so well but like my my, my opening thing was was it was really really funny because they're getting on the train and they're like let's hide our swords right let's hide our swords that makes sense right and they're like, we'll put our swords on our backs. I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. You don't want people seeing your swords. You don't want people knowing what you're doing. You know, you don't want panic people. And then I realized, Inosuke is shirtless with two swords on his back and a boar <laughs> head on. And I was like, who are you? I was like, I was like, who are you trying to protect at this point? You can't, not you can't fooling you can't. anybody. Exactly, he's dual wielding swords here. And so they're talking about all the elements of the Hashiras. You know, you have the wind, you have the lightning, you have the fire. And I was like, are we one day going to get an avatar Hashira? Oh my God. Wouldn't that be incredible? It is, it is technically possible. Yeah. Right. Like, and and so like I'm seeing that I'm like, why introduce, why introduce that you're dealing with the five elemental types? If I'm not going to see a crossover at some point. And, and I honestly, we hadn't seen a lot out of the Hashiras. We really hadn't, but we got the the movie was very centric around Ren Goku. And, as a character who's kind of when you first meet him, he's kind of a he, he's, he's your classic, honestly. He's Stoic. kind of like a yeah, exactly. Stoic, dumb, very powerful, like like a um, I don't know, like an all might sort of, you know. Um, I guess all might's probably more animated than Rengoku, but his with a scene where he has like is his subconscious is all this fire realm that they're trying to cut into, and he just snags the girl by the throat as she's trying to stab his like his spirit. His emotional core, yeah. Emotional core, that's what it was. My biggest thing, the only thing that took me out was he was holding her for like five minutes. (laughs) And I was like, like, how is she still alive? I was like, she's been getting choked out for five minutes. How is she still conscious?
2: Oh, bro. I I, I don't even know where to start with this movie. So, okay, I'd say the best place to start is obviously... Talking a little bit about the story. Obviously, if you haven't seen mm-hmm. the movie before and you haven't read the manga, uh, take a little step back. Just click that like button and then come back in. But since yeah, our that's boy what, Mizu, so we
1: got, t- got timestamps for.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then like, okay. our, since since our boy uh, Mizu already read the manga, he knows exactly what happened. So mm-hmm. our boys get into the train and they realize very very swiftly that there is a demon on the train, and there are mm-hmm. multiple, n- not just one. There are multiple demons. And we get we, we get our first scene of them trying to find Mr. Rengoku because he's been tasked to, uh to find the Mugen train and investigate the the, the disappearances, right? Because there's oh my yeah oh my. Oh my. <laughs> there's a very there's, a very there's a very funny exchange food related that that, mm-hmm. that is that is uh, classic and I I love I loved the transition that we went from like, okay, just like it's very funny to chit. This is about to get like serious. Yeah. So, so we saw the demons get clapped, obviously, because we had like three demon slayers plus a Hashira. Yeah. And then we get our introduction to our boy Enmu.
1: Can I, can I give a quick take on Enmu? Yeah. Can, all right. All right. Here's here's, here's here's my thing on Enmu. He's essentially Didera, uh plus Hisoka plus Madara. Uh, like he's all right all right so he's got he's got freddy krueger and freddy krueger he's got he's got the mouth hands died he's got he's creepy with kids he's soca and then he wants the the biggest thing i was watching and i was like he's just he's infinite Tsukiyomi is what he's, he's he's proposing he wants to be he puts people in these like perfect dreams and they want to stay there because like they've all experienced a a big undertone of the movie was dealing with loss and that's a big undertone of demon slayer in general because tanjiro has to deal with the loss of his entire family essentially and so it's like the worst like the worst opponent for tanjiro but he he i love that take usually because it is the human way that a lot of people would react like oh like the, the people who are doing his bidding so they can see their family again in dreams, I thought was a really interesting take on the whole bad guy arc. And I was like, why do they want to dream? Do they want to die? And I was like, no, it's like drugs. You know, it's like, it's, you get to be asleep for a little while and have this perfectly curated dream. I'd probably do some bad shit for that too if I had dealt with like extraordinary
3: loss, you know? Yeah, definitely. And the part I liked about it a little bit is that it low key reminds you of the Matrix, how you know, oh, in the yeah, Matrix, you're in that system, and you know, that one character, one of the, um, I forgot his name, but he's one of the villains. And he realized, like, you know, this is not really a steak, but it tastes like a steak, but it's not really a steak. Yeah, but one thing I one, learned while yeah. in the Matrix is that ignorance is bliss.
1: Yeah. Because, like, they're going to cool. know they're asleep, you know, like they know they're yeah. asleep. Like, and, and like, it's like Tanjiro faces that reality and he figures out he's asleep. Rengoku subconscious keeps him awake. And you're going to know what that's reality. But yeah, ignorance is what's not. I mean, that's you could you could equate that to real life, you know, like there's a thousand things you could wake up and worry about. But like we choose ignorance to a lot of them so we don't drive ourselves insane, you know. Big facts. So, yeah, I thought I thought he was a very, very interesting character. But the dreams that he made were also a great opportunity to look into the personalities of all our main characters. Exactly. And I was uh, first note I wrote. And when the dream thing happened, I said, Of course, Zenitsu's dream is hella horny. Yep. Was
0: just, it, was just, it was
1: just him and Nezuko. And then, and then Inosuke. And I cannot put into words how much I love Inosuke. I, he's, I, you can love Tanjiro. You can love Zenitsu. You can say Zenitsu's relatable. Inosuke is fucking hilarious. And the fact that him and Kirito have the same English voice actor makes my heart. And smile. Aaron.
2: Really? Yeah. He's the voice of Aaron. Aaron. Aaron Yeager. Yeah.
1: Holy shit you're right. Yeah. Yeah, he is. that guy has an impressive resume under his belt.
2: But- he did an interview with uh the guy from Smosh. from uh Daniel pa- I think his name is Daniel Padilla or I forgot his first name, but yeah, oh. he did, he did an interview with like some of the most iconic uh dub anime um voice actors ever, uh-huh. including the girl that does Pokemon and then he does he does Inosuke and Aaron. So he's like, "Yep, that's me."
1: <laughs> but I saw Inosuke's you know, subconscious, and I was like relatable. I
2: was, yep. <laughs> Big like, facts. I was like
1: incredibly relatable, like it's just like an endless like maze of tunnels that you can get into.
2: Oh my god, it was so amazing! And then, and then you get you get basically uh, a, a great portion of of very necessary storytelling in which they mm-hmm. explain what the uh, breathing forms are. So. Yeah. Uh, but be- before all the fighting like goes like super intense, they explain that there's basically five main forms and everything else diverges from it. Right. Because because mm-hmm. uh, Tan- Tanjiro, uh, besides like wanting to fulfill his duty, he also wants to connect uh, and grow uh, his his uh, his demon slayer forms based on what his mm-hmm. his father can do. Which is the uh, Hanada dance, or I forgot—I forgot how the, what the name is. I think, for, I, for, think for, I think
1: that's yeah. roughly it. The fire yeah. dance.
2: Yeah, the fire dance, which is basically, as we learn, it's a uh, a a form diversion of a fire. Uh, the fire mm. style of of being a demon slayer. So, um, T- Tanjiro basically wants to merge uh, water and fire, which is a great, like a, a great, just a great uh topic. I- together like in just in general hashira
1: avatar listen yeah. guys i was right about sharon am i going to be right about the hashira avatar maybe i don't know
2: we don't know we don't know but basically uh th- there's five five forms right and everything else diverges from that we get a lot of context in terms of uh explaining what why tanjiro wants to learn this new form it's basically just that connection and, and basically keep interconnecting yeah. his personal journey with his his past with his family um, and then shit just hits the fan in the best way possible because uh enmu has our big reveal of the movie the problem is not the people on their train it is the train
3: that is the problem
1: Uh, my my note is so we got demon trains now question mark i was like i was like he's like i've already like they so basically essentially they find him he's in the conductor's seat they decapitate him and it's that it's very classic Demon Slayer thing. Um, it, it, they've done it before where it's like, ha wrong head, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, except now it's not just the wrong head. It's like, I've integrated myself into the entire train. Which, if we're being honest, kind of opens Pandora's box, if we're being real. Like, remember the movie Monster House? Yeah. Like, like now we could, we could have Monster House. You know, why isn't there yep. demons... Like, I guess technically, with the one who could like drum, you could say that like yep. he had the built house. Like, yeah. Yeah. He had built that house and he had built himself into it. So, like, you could say, like, we have people like, I don't want to say they've put their chakra into it, but essentially they have. So now, yeah. yes, we have a demon train. And that is the one section of the movie that caught me up a little bit. One, it was a really heavy reliance on CGI, like, tentacles essentially yeah and i was and it was cool watching two be like asleep and like go through the entire train mm-hmm. ren goku being like i'm gonna take the back five cars you guys take the front three dope but like and then obviously you have ren goku like seeing nezuko fighting for them like like stopping people and he's like okay she's mm-hmm. good but that it was just I, i'm not the biggest fan of cgi and i thought it was kind of a I don't know. That was kind of a, a, like a played out way to do an anime bad guy, if you know what I'm saying. Like it, okay. it's something—it's something that we've seen very like seen before. It's like oh, big guy becomes big globby mess. You know,
2: mm-hmm. I, I I totally agree with that. Uh, I I I just don't know. Like I, how how accurate would you say what we've been saying is to the depiction on the manga, uh, Mizu?
3: Honestly, besides a tentacle part, a little bit. It's pretty much accurate. Gotta uh, bust the tentacles out
1: for the big screen. Say it again? Gotta bust the tentacles out for the
3: big screen. Come on. Yeah, that part is a little bit different, but besides Uh that, like, it's pretty much on the nose. Even I, I even heard that there's a scene where Tanjiro and... Inosuke did not know what a train was, mm-hmm. and Zenitsu mm-hmm. was just like, "Oh, like this is a train." And then mm-hmm. you know, Inosuke's just like, "No, that's just some weird big metal monster thing." And yeah. Tanjiro is being the nice guy, like, "What? Maybe we should honor, we should respect this yeah. metal beast."
1: Yeah, uh, Inosuke calls it the um, the Lord of the Land, and he tries to race it, and he tries to fight it, um, and then the end, it like the train like comes off the rails, and Inosuke's like, "I beat it! It's fuck! I love him so much." i love love him so much he's such a he's so dumb and 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 so like yes he i love that he got more screen time but i really think the winner of this of this entire movie was ren goku um seeing seeing a hashira go full out is like the first time i because i I headband everything gets equated back to naruto it's like watching Kakashi go out for the first time against Zabuza. Like, it's like, oh, so like, this is what power looks like. It's like watching, it's like watching the third fight Orochimaru. You're like, this is what the scaling is. And watching him just like, literally, like, that fight against the upper third was first off just, it was, it was awesome. Cause it was, it was seeing all of his techniques, seeing like the myriad of ways that you can apply fire style. And maybe that's what we'll see with Tanjiro down the line. If he actually mm-hmm. gets, if he gets into it and then seeing what an upper, upper demon looks like they were out, like no one outside of Rengoku there had a chance.
2: Not a chance, bro.
1: No,
3: no. The, as soon as the anime gets back up, you can, definitely see the difference in power that yeah. the upper moons have especially when we get to a certain scene and that happens in the manga that there's a character that is insanely powerful that mm-hmm. i was sitting here I like there's no way <laughs> has the way to win, be a plot there's no way he can beat this <laughs> man. yeah no and you slapped around. <laughs>
0: That's the thing For is because sure.
2: you you think
1: Tanjiro gonna scale because he's like he's caught up to the like the top demon, you know. Yeah. And you're like, oh, like maybe Tanjiro could fight him, but like, no, like like these are people that live under Michael Jackson, and and they're like they they are obviously weaker than him because he can like he can have a, like a chest a, like a fit. You're just understanding Michael Jackson now. <laughs> I got I got it. You're seeing it now, aren't you? You're seeing it now. It's super. It's very accurate. Um yes. and. So, like he he's stronger than all of the upper moons and yet like i don't know like i obviously we have like the uh, the rest of the Hashiras, and like are they going to team up and try and take out the uh, the rest of the thirds because like the way that everyone talked about Goku made it seem like he was one of the stronger Hashiras, and we saw his will was indomitable i mean he was slicing a dude who was literally like he would lose an arm and they would just pop back up he full on fake the-
2: bro full on yeah. take alone.
1: Oh, even Piccolo takes a while though. You know, like Piccolo, like it's like a little bowl and just has to pop back out. Like he was like SpongeBob, bro. He was like eating his own arms. And, and my, my, my biggest note was you could have thrown out
0: the whole first
1: hour and 20 minutes of that movie and just given me the last 40 minutes. and I would have been happy. Cause my biggest, my biggest note was we haven't had that big cinematic bout, like seeing, seeing Tanjiro do the sword onto his neck, um, like against, uh, against, um, Enome. Enome
2: uh, uh, I forgot his name. I'll, I'll look it up.
1: Didera, Hisoka and Madara combo. Um, yeah. so seeing him have the willpower to kill himself, what was over like, a
2: oh, times. against Enmu, against Enmu. Enmu yeah. yeah. Yes. yes.
1: Enmu was incredible. Like that was really, really cool. And, and then having, you know, he's like they don't know where to look um, which was also very funny because he wears a forehead on his face, but like, that was cool, but it wasn't like very cinematic, you know? And then, and then I was like, that ended and the train derailed. And I was like, we still have some time here. What's going to go on? And the whole, the whole upper moon kind of showing up was kind of just tossed in there. Like, it was just like, there's one more. It was like the boss has a second form, you know, yeah. it's technically the boss's third form. Yeah. um so that felt kind of like just spritzed in there but the animation was gorgeous the 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 power like I thought Rengoku's gonna win and I was like no way he wins and then I was like all right they're not gonna kill him though like there's gonna be a retreat uh and then we got Orochimaru versus Hiruzen. done right arm being held and guess what like you're not going anywhere like I'm holding on to you with this arm like like ren goku literally flexed his abs with a like a fist through his stomach and (laughs) held the dude there you know kind of core strength you need to flex what's left of an ab that's been punched out your back like that was incredible and now tanjiro loses another sword
2: yeah so true
1: no i that, that was my thing was like just give me that last 40 minutes make the whole movie that for the last 40 minutes
2: I loved it. I loved it. And I know, I know the people that haven't seen it are, are like, you, you got, you got to see it just for, just to get the whole breadth of it. Cause obviously we're going obviously, obviously it's like super uh, uh, it's a, it's a basic overview of what we saw. Yeah. Um, But besides the action, one of the biggest parts that I wanted to cover is, is the fact of that hour and 20 minutes that you mentioned the first hour Mm -hmm. and 20 minutes, that's what gives the meat in terms of emotion, for yeah. for the entire story, so True. what what we see is is uh, Enmu's dream for Tanjiro is basically him living out what could have been. So like mm-hmm. being with his entire family, Nezuko doesn't get uh, devoured, so she doesn't get like demon. pass she speaks, like she's just like, "What's I happening?" Say,
0: have
1: we ever heard Nezuko talk prior to this movie? No, right?
2: We saw her in the first episode, I
3: think. First right? episode, she talked. The first episode a little bit, okay. And, but after that, no. Cause she sounded way older than I thought she was. Going. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. I
1: was like, are you like 12? Like, what's going on here?
2: Yeah. Cause I think, I think the de- like she can, uh, since you can make yourself like smaller and stuff like that, I think it, it, it kind of like borders the illusion that she's younger, but she's technically yeah. older than Tan- Tanjiro. So Ooh. we, we basically see him dealing with that loss in a very creative way, because he figures out pretty quickly that he's in a dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he figures out, okay. Within the borders of this dream, I have to escape. And there's somebody here trying to kill me, which is one of the children that uh, Enmu recruited to to try to go into each specific member of the squad to try to destroy their emotional core because that's what would kill any person regardless of their will. That's their Mm -hmm. plot convenience, I guess. Yeah. And then, um, at, at least for me, the first time that I cried was that moment where Tanjiro realized, oh, what if I kill myself in the dream Mm-hmm. Will that wake me up? Which is what every single movie does. Like that has like, the, in, I'm in a dream. In, in I'm in the matrix.
1: The kick, the matrix. Yeah. like All of it.
2: And, and he basically figures it out, uh, leaves the dream and without hesitation, uh, says to, to his family, like, I wish I could stay, but I can't. So mm-hmm. he doesn't even turn back. He doesn't even look back, which I thought he was going to do. He's going to be like, should I really do this? It's like nah, bro. I got, I got, I got a job to finish. His so his little he, he, being yeah. like,
1: "Don't leave us" and all that. Yeah, yep. Know, it was, it was a tough. Walk away.
2: Yep, and uh, he he was able to he was able to continue powering through and literally committed seppuku like fifty fifty times while Enmu was just going like, "Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep." And Tandito's like. Nah, bro, you're about to catch these hands.
1: He just couldn't stop opening his eyes. Mm-hmm. I was like, buddy, you're going to have to keep slicing your neck here. Close mm-hmm. your damn eyes. Yep. <laughs> like, like, put a boar head on. Like, that's like, Inosuke only had to do it like once, you know? Yep. Yep. Like, I, I think the first, one of the most emotional parts for me was like seeing the, tuber- the tuberculosis kid who looked just like Levi, by the way. Very weird. True. Um, but him, like, meeting Tanjiro's subconscious. And Tanjiro subconscious showing him to his emotional core and being like, Yeah, yeah, this is where it is. And he's like, Why would you show me this? He's like, Because you were looking for it. Like, it's so like it's so like golden retriever. It's very, like, it's very classically anime protagonist, because like they like they do the best thing in any situation, even if it is that like their own massive inconvenience. So, like that was like very, very sweet. And like watching that transformation of him, like also. Like, you realize why he's going into dreams, because he's dying, you know? So, like, him coming to grips, like, basically getting Takno jutsu into, like, joining the good guys was, like, a very, very sweet moment. Um. So, yeah, no, it was, you're right, you're right. The first hour and 20 minutes was to build, obviously, to, to create the... the Emotion. Because we haven't had, like, we haven't, like, it was basically Tanja loses his family, gets saved immediately into Demon slaying. You know, so there wasn't Mm -hmm. like that logical, like you've let go moment. Yeah. And this is, I guess that's what this movie served as.
2: Yep. And one thing that I wanted to get uh, Mizu's opinion on. So basically like just to to move away from Enmu because like he, he, he was amazing and I loved how they did the whole uh, let go of your, of your dreams, all that stuff, Mm -hmm. uh, wake up. So they basically like uh, Tanjiro and Inosuke use a, a balance of like willpower and instincts, slice the 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 head of the train which is technically the head of the demon uh and they they were able to destroy um and move and then we get the reveal of the third upper rank of the demon uh squad which is akasa stronger than him yep besides michael jackson besides Besides michael Michael Jackson. jackson so i wanted to get uh we didn't get that much background on him but one thing that i wanted to ask uh mizu is like will we get more background into akasa after the mugen train or
3: so in the manga they do explain pretty much all the upper moons backstory how who they are and how they became demons Mm -hmm. so every upper moon after um after what Mm -hmm. you guys just saw we're gonna see their backstories and Mm. not gonna lie it's pretty much a contest of sadness because a lot of the upper moons you'd be like hating them but at the same time just like i hate you but um, I get it. Like
2: you're valid.
3: <laughs> you're, valid like, you're, I don't like what you did here, but like your backstory it's just hard to like not say you no. Know, like I get it. Like, <laughs> which was another way. So, <laughs> so my thing about him
1: was, I, he's fighting, he's fighting Goku, and the whole time his whole thing is like, listen, if you become a demon, we can become sparring partners. Like we can both get stronger. And
2: and Goku Vegeta. Like, That's what he's yeah. trying to do
1: and I, I'm, I'm sitting there and rengoku's dying for all intents and purposes and i guess it's the difference between expect like it's reality and and reality and and fiction because i got a hole in my stomach and a, and i barely made a lick in this dude guess what yeah i'm team demon all right take <laughs> me. all right <laughs> Put me in coach. I'll go. Like, are you <laughs> kidding me? No, like, I, you just, you just punched out my liver. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a bite, bud. I'll I'll join your team, go get stronger. And then maybe y'all Nezuko and like all like fight demons as a demon because like, he was making valid points. He's like, listen, your body is soft. And, and he was like, you, like, I can regenerate. Like he's popping arms off. Like, like mm-hmm. they're like, like, they're like, I don't even know. And like, he has valid points and then at the very end when Ezekiel's like listen you didn't win or right? we come out in the middle of the night to fight you because you don't come out in the middle of the day to fight us and i was like i couldn't He's do valid. it i couldn't make it i couldn't I, this this is like I, I i think i can make it in some anime universes but i could not be a demon slayer because he was right re- i hadn't thought of that like like they do like they meet the demons
2: the home field advantage yeah
1: they don't come to them yeah, bro. I, thought, I did think we were gonna get I thought he was gonna die though I was really hoping he was gonna die I thought like I like like Ren gonna die like at least have him like die in the Sun with him or something
2: yeah do like a sacrifice and our honorable yeah. an sacrifice but yeah now now I just hate Akasa that, that much more so I just <laughs> it's, it's, oh, I, it's, think it's
1: he, I think he's gonna get his he's gonna get his
2: for oh sure. yeah for sure for sure but yeah um I, I don't like I, I I'm obviously super excited uh, to see what happens after um mm-hmm. Do you see, Mizu, any other arcs coming through that would be fit another movie before we get another season or like before the end of the manga, I guess?
3: I honestly didn't expect a gamer Slayer movie, but I like how they took an actual part of the manga
0: mm-hmm.
3: and animated it into a movie. But I think after that, I think the rest of it has to be done via the anime. Okay. See. maybe you, Maybe you could probably turn the last arc into a movie.
2: Mm-hmm. how much more do we have left?
3: Not a lot. No, really? no it's, not a, it's not a long manga.
2: No, no it's not
1: a long manga. You're, no, it's really it's, not. It's,
3: it's shorter than Naruto. Oh, I mean, so are most things. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Outside mean, of yeah, one I mean, piece. shorter than Naruto. It's shorter than... Um, it's not too short, but it's not long either. I would yeah. say it's like almost the same length as um, Attack on Titan.
1: Yeah, it's going to be like... Yeah, well, I guess Attack on Titan didn't have a canon movie. So it's probably going to be closer to like 50, 60 episodes.
3: Yeah, so A plus, roughly, yeah, you can like say on that.
2: top of the 23 that have already been yeah, uh, yeah, not
3: no, no, like 50 60 total. obviously yeah, roughly oh. and like two more roughly seasons. around 100 episodes, no more, like no more than 100 episodes more. Yeah. It depends on how much they drag it out, but yeah. I can't see it capping. I see the cap off at 150. Do
1: you do you oh. see do you see the success of this movie? like promoting other people to make canon movies that act as like i don't want to call it a filler because it's probably just as hard to animate a movie as it is an entire season of anime but it's a very non-traditional approach to getting your content out like like yes like it's it's about two hours so it could have been eight ne- like nine ten episodes and so like it's technically too short of an arc to be a movie but like do you see, like, because this movie is going to make a lot of money. If we're, like, the, the hype has been real. It's the only yes, movie in theaters right now outside of Mortal Kombat. Like, this movie is going to make a ton of money. Do you see, like, I, I don't know, like, Black Clover or or, or or Boruto being, like, instead of giving you guys, I don't know, 12 episodes for part one of a season, we're actually just going to give you a movie. And would you guys prefer that in the future? Mm-hmm. Because essentially sitting down in a movie and watching a two-hour movie that's canon is essentially just a, just an anime binge.
2: That is very true. I uh, I'm I'm not sure if any of the uh, like most recent ones have mm. the potential to do that, but from what I've heard, uh, the Shibuya arc for JJK is is going to be mental. So I don't know if they want to do like a movie for that or if they're mm. going to just do it anime. But if like it, from what I, from what I've seen so far in the twenty one episodes that I've seen, if they do a movie with what already they have, like in terms of the style, it's gonna it's 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 gonna be sick too. Like so, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm a big proponent for that. I know some people just like prefer to just prefer to just watch and binge the whole anime and just mm-hmm. like the entire story but like honestly like i don't i don't need to drag out that many fights like goku versus vegeta if goku versus frieza was enough first off watching like 600 episodes
1: yeah all right the spirit bomb lasted 12 episodes (laughs) yeah like i don't need that i don't like i get
2: it i get it like i get it why because it's awesome but like i don't need to make
1: DBZ kai to make up
2: yeah yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: exactly. <laughs> like, oh, we're gonna get so much go ahead. Yeah, all right. No, no, all fine. No, 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 we don't have to worry. Have to worry about it. My right, boy go. right
2: here. Yeah, yeah, right exactly. Here.
1: Exactly. Majin Vegeta. Uh all right. So I mean, do we have any final things on Slayer?
2: Um, on my end, just excitement. Just I wanna see the the top, yeah. the upper ranks. Uh I'm excited to see uh Tanjiro's like uh development and 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 I'm glad to see that they're bringing in a lot of backstory and creative ways, both for the rest of the crew and for the Hashiris.
3: yeah Mizu definitely I am happy that i was I was actually genuinely surprised that they are actually they took a canon part of demon Slayer and turned it into a move because usually mm-hmm. most anime films are filler things yeah. that don't really correlate they're just for fun or entertainment mm-hmm. and I thought that was pretty cool and for sure, I definitely want to see the upper moons animated because these guys, these guys are no joke. Yeah, none of them, all of them, every last one of them Scary. is problematic. Yeah, problematic and sad. That's uh,
1: that's that's a dangerous combo for 2021.
3: Especially, okay. especially I, I don't I don't I don't know his name at the moment, but um, especially the moon right under um Eugene that man is oh i can't wait move. to see him animated
1: i'm very excited for it like they saw that we got like the shadows you know the shadows looked really cool um but yeah no actually getting to see those guys is gonna be awesome the power scaling i know is gonna go out the roof and i'm very excited for that but okay cool mm-hmm. i have all oh, oh jose i've been so excited to talk about this oh jose i i'm so sorry i'm sorry you know what? i'm just gonna i'm gonna come out and say all right so for, for for the for those of you who don't know we're about to talk about Uh, We're talking about Mortal Kombat, the movie, and me, Mizu, and Jose have a uh, we have a text chat, and I told them, you know, I was like, just finishing my movies, just finishing, you know, Demon Slayer, I saw Demon Slayer, Mm and then I saw Mortal Kombat, and I was like, wow, talk about getting the good with the bad. And the first thing Jose said back to me was, "Stop giving Warner Brothers the rights to things." Jose, do do you care to speak on this text message?
2: uh i can okay uh, let me break it down for you so so for those of us gamers that have been waiting for a good amazing like a like borderline like a carbon copy adaptation of the mm-hmm. games to make an, that made an impact because we all lo, know and love it uh i would say lower your expectations keep waiting. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lower, lower your expectations, right? The, the the closest you have gotten so far is is uh Detective Pikachu with the game maybe. <laughs> uh Sonic did uh hats off to to who I don't remember which which production house did it, but they 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 tried to fix Sonic a little bit. Uh but Mortal Kombat you're going to get exactly what you pay for, right? You, they they were they, it was like a 50-50. It was like a mixture of greatness and absolute trash. Like it's yeah, like, there's no yes. there's no in between. There's no in between. It's it's greatness and then absolute an utter trash so guess
1: what that trash's name is john
2: uh, bro there's there's so much bro there's so much uh so so i I, I, the reason the reason that i said uh don't give warner brothers the rights the things is because all of these characters have a huge and rich lore and while the lore in Mortal Kombat is a little bit convoluted since there's a lot of red cons and stuff like that, they're basically trying to riff off of Mortal Kombat 9 through 11 because that's the second red con that's that the story's actually amazing. Like the story yeah. is great, um, the way that they, they, they turn back time and Raiden is a pivotal part of the story, which Raiden sucked in the movie, Yeah. first of all. Uh, so- His eyes were weird bro it's not the eyes it's it's, so much so much uh yeah i i would just say i would just say if you're gonna do it do it right man so uh uh, first of all uh, like i I, i'm gonna get your uh, i'm gonna give you guys a little bit of time to talk about your first thoughts oh no
1: baby this one this section's all you no the the, the big thing
2: the big thing for me is that like you you showed greatness like the first seven minutes of this movie are perfect like almost perfect yeah. Like if you're expecting the backstory for Scorpion or or and Bihan and their like their animosity towards each other to be to be explained, it's probably a nine out of ten. The only issue is that they don't explain what the Lin Kuei and the Shirai Ryu are. Yeah. Uh, they don't explain the backstory, which is the, the where the point falls off. But like the the actual uh in intense hatred, you feel it across the screen for the first mm-hmm. seven minutes. The action is amazing. The uh the 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 fa- there's actual fatalities like inside like a seven minute time span with yep. no cheat with no cheese just straight up japanese feudal japan samurai vengeance yep. in seven minutes and i was it's like edo
1: style movie
2: i was like yo this is about to be lit yep. it kind of went downhill after that but oh, think? but 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 i i, I immediate the, the two big takeaways that i got from 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 that part is one scorpion uh has a lot has a has a sadder story than most people give it credit for so so he has a sadder story than most people give it credit for and i we all know bihan is an asshole but he is a monster he is a menace to be reckoned with yeah i i i I loved the actors that played both scorpion and um and bihan and they both did really good jobs yeah and before we get into like the nitty-gritty just give me your first thoughts because i want to hear what you guys have to say first
1: Mizu, I've heard my own voice a lot today. How about we hear from you, my guy?
3: So I'm not gonna lie, I just finished it like two hours ago. Oh, so we got it fresh is thoughts here. My mind right, right now. now. And as Jose said, it was a mixture of greatness and, of course, you know, um, nostalgia. But at the same time, there was a lot of stuff that just didn't make sense to me. Literally none at all. And to me, besides scorpion and sub-zero yeah everybody else felt kind of cheap everybody else felt not really true images of who they were like Except. Sonya wasn't sonia jacks jacks wasn't Jax. i was so mad about that jacks is for me Jax is one of the first characters that i played in all the mortal combat him and why sub-zero wait why wasn't Jax Jax? explain it to me like i'm three so the reason why I say Jax is not being Jax is first of all, there's there's like I don't want to go into detail yet, but like what they did with him just didn't make sense. He he what's the word? He he wasn't as like confident as he was in like in the games. He wasn't uh-huh. I don't know, he, he just felt pathetic. They underleveled him. Yeah. You know, they underleveled him nerfed
2: him. They nerfed him. He yeah.
3: Even Sonya. Even Sonya, that underleveled her. Oh yeah, yeah. And like, here's the thing: in the in the video games, they are like top operatives and ops. Special ops yeah. in special the government. Yeah. They are huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you really don't see that. They say that they're special ops, but you don't see any of that at all. Like, or oh, they a big they have a little fights here and And
2: showing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sonya could have been the protagonist. In this
3: jacks could have been the protagonist <laughs> why
0: did we make somebody literally,
3: up literally, yeah. okay, and that's another thing i was going to say literally anyone could have been the protagonist instead of this guy cole yeah. literally i'm not gonna lie i was thinking about it i know how at the end what they did but johnny cage could have been the main character of this yeah which we'll get to. i was thinking about this this entire time was just like well that's one of the characters like one of the people Johnny Cates, you should have made Sub Zero, not Sub Zero. You should have made Scorpion the actual main I don't, or even Liu Kang. Think about it. Liu Kang was like the world, like the, he's
2: the hero. The, he's the hero, bro.
3: Always oh, He this? is the hero. He is the champion for literally how many tournaments for Earth? Nine or three? Oh, three straight. So, oh, okay. Goro,
2: Goro won nine in a row, but then Liu Kang won three straight.
3: Ah, gotcha, gotcha. So Liu Kang could have been. The main character of this mm-hmm. after hearing a little bit what he was talking about oh yeah we could have just said it with luke K. like basically when i was going through this entire film i was just like anyone could have been the main character instead of this guy cole you made up a whole character which goes into my whole problem with making up characters for the audience sake and sure I get that. in writing it makes sense to have that vehicle sometimes but in practice yeah it often fails especially uh-huh. when you're doing it with um certain types of fiction like video games. It just doesn't work.
1: Uh-huh. Especially when you have people that could so logically be like I think I think the problem is they looked at Mortal Kombat and they're like, how do we package this into a cohesive story? And they're like, the only way we can make the story cohesive is through the actions of an implantable character. And so mm-hmm. they were like, we're gonna use this character to connect, like, like connect things that wouldn't otherwise be connected and so forth so like so forth and whatever but so my my, my 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 biggest takeaway was my first note is because i i play Mortal combat but i don't know the story as well as mm-hmm. as maybe even you two certainly not you jose um but my first note is sub-zero is chinese question mark didn't bet, that's that too like that i was, was like was,
2: yeah well, i'm like okay
1: i was i was like Why? so first off they don't speak the same language why do they hate each other? (laughs) Like like they didn't get into Yeah, you're right. They didn't get into the Linkway. They didn't get into the, um, what's the other one? Shirai Ryu. Yeah. Shirai Ryu. They didn't get into either of those. They speak different languages. It's 1600. Like Sub-Zero doesn't really have his powers in the beginning. And then he gets them. It was like, yes, the fight, my, my second note was literally like, um, it was not my second note, actually, but like one of my notes was like the fight choreography is incredible. I was like, "The fight mm-hmm. choreography is awesome!" Like, like him getting the gardening, the gardening, like Minotaur's blade and just yep. throwing it through people. Insane! Give me like you like Clearly, you see you're doing the right thing. Like you opened it up with that. Do that. Do yep. that right there um and i was like i was like and then and then it was like raiden's eyes um i was like raiden's eyes are very weird once he shows up but so you hated raiden outside of his eyes and like maybe him being underused i didn't really see a reason
2: why did you why did you hate him so oh my friend let's get let's get into it you know what let's get into it you got me hyped up let's fucking go into it okay the first thing warner brothers is you have over 20 years of lore right Mm -hmm raiden is the protector of earth right raiden restarts the continuity in mortal Kombat twice twice and you literally made him a plot device so so the so for those of you that have seen the movie, bro he can teleport and banish anyone to any realm in any space and time why the Fuck! Oh, are we having characters die in the first movie? If you can teleport anybody anywhere, yeah. Why? Can, why is that even a thing? He teleported Shang Tsung, which is the the main baddie of the film, in in, in with zero difficulty. He's like, ah, shut up. You talk too much.
3: And I'm like, you could have done that an hour and a half ago. For <laughs> yeah.
2: really. oh, and that's another
3: thing with Raiden. They also just made him off to be an ass. Like he was a complete. Like when and I was it's not the actor's him, fault.
2: It's not the actor's fault. And I'm, I'm going to explain why. it has nothing why.
3: to do with the actor. It's just like he just, the writing for him just didn't make sense. He just seemed like like he was an asshole the entire time. He was being kind of a prick.
1: Can I explain why
3: I'm going to come out and say the writing wasn't great.
1: I'll explain why (laughs) I'll
2: I'll explain why I'll explain why. So that's, that's something that I found off of doing research and, and actually taking a look at what, what the hell happened here, Mm -hmm. because it seemed like you had a great opportunity, an amazing opportunity to like make this into a valid, viable franchise. Like for all gamers, the issue is literally like not figuratively, literally the writing, you know why? Because the two writers one of them, this is his first writing credit. Oh, and the second, no. and the second writer is the writer of Wonder Woman 1984, oh. which literally <laughs> served zero continuity help right there. That is why the movie sucked. It has a name and it has a last name. You can check them both in IMDb. Oh, they no. sucked, bro. Think about it this way, bro. You had, in my opinion, perfect castings for this movie. Yeah, Kano, Kano is the highlight of the movie. Jo- Josh Lawson absolutely destroyed it. Every movie, every scene that he is in, he kills it. Yeah. L- Luke Luke Kang was a little bit static, but it's he, it's mostly because of the writing and how they, they introduced him. Yeah. Kong Lao, great, best introduction in the movie. Sub Zero and Scorpion, awesome. Sonya did well. Jax, it was the writing that was the issue, but he showed like the, when he, once he got those arms, he showed mm-hmm. confidence. He was like, "Yeah, these these arms work, bro. Like, I, I got yeah. this." Uh, and, and like he. I don't think anybody can beat the original 1995 uh, Shang Song because he 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 like your soul is mine like that type of vibe yeah, mm-hmm. we don't get that uh but, bro but and and I'll I'll leave it here before you guys get into like what you liked and didn't like specifically in the movie. Bro, even the CGI was great. Like Goro, which is exclusively yeah. a CGI character, looked badass,
1: straight out of the world of yes. Warcraft. movie. you,
2: you, you, you nobody, but, but, like, but Warcraft Goro, Warcraft but Goro, like, but if you think about it, like, it's really hard to play Goro, and we saw, we saw how he looked in full prosthetics. He, it doesn't, it just doesn't work. But they, mm-hmm. that's that's the only commendation that I will give the movie that they did absolutely perfectly, blending in CGI and practical effects, and you was were worried about bomb. That was bomb you thought it was gonna
1: be after effects
2: yeah and i i was like i was like okay like how are they gonna do sub-zero the ice look great for sub-zero his eyes like if you look at the scorpion and sub-zero's eyes it's not like some random cgi bro it's literally contacts like it's red contact it's yellow contacts for scorpion and blue contacts for sub-zero for Hmm. for the eyes so they mixed in practical and special effects to the point it's like yo this like this looks like it could happen in real life and this is what mortal Kombat characters would do to us if like i was stuck in mcdonald's and he's like sub Zero is trying to fuck somebody up in the <laughs> yeah. like it's it's it, it's three. wild it's wild um and yeah so i wanted to get your opinions on what do you think worked which characters did you like the best and the least and then what do you think moving forward because obviously we're going to get a sequel
1: <laughs> do not too excited because it's um, warner brothers <laughs> yeah exactly so i, I had a couple like good notes i was like the easter eggs on Sonya's wall were really cool um, we saw the um, the Mayan guy, we saw um, we oh, saw yeah, and then we mm-hmm. saw um, the the it looks like low from DC. We saw Shao khan we saw a bunch of really cool Easter eggs, that was cool. Um, my listen, I here's the thing, Jose, for being honest, I mm-hmm. got what I wanted out of the movie. I did, yeah, no, I, I, a, I did too, bro. I, did I got too. the I got the I got the I got the quips, I got the <laughs> Kano wins, your yeah. fucking beauty, and yeah. then I got I got I got to look through somebody, I got the spine look. I got mm-hmm. a Shang, uh, I got a um I got a, a hat I got a hat pull in half mm-hmm. which by the way okay best fatality like, well yes it, it was cool but Shang Tsung was like oh my beauty didn't say her name didn't introduce who it was and then she gets split in half and I was like yeah. plot device to cut somebody in half nice
2: um and I, I can and, see Mizu just like,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, who is that? And she was around for 10 minutes and then she was dead. So I liked the fight scenes. The fight choreography was cool. Um, like you said, the CGI was awesome. We got the quips, we got uh flawless victory, and we got like mm-hmm. I've done six tours, motherfucker. Like, like we got so we got the pre-fight over here, and we got the get over here. Um, like I said, Goro looks straight out of World of Warcraft, like he looked well animated, he looked like an orc. Um and i but there was a lot of things they just did wrong because like you said like i said killing kung lao why like why like that's one of your main characters don't kill kung lao killing kano killing goro technically are they dead no um also like like we we get um we get the guy with the hook blades who's really fast cabal um, cabal and it's like he's like he doesn't like kano but we don't know why and like now we have melina and he calls her princess but we don't know why and goro's the prince and we don't go into the backstory or anything like that. It was, and then, and then the, the, who was the dude with the big ass hammer?
2: Uh, Doctor, never, I forgot who it was. I I've he
1: was. never seen that man before in my life. And I was like, all right, if you're going to pull, like there is such a big repertoire of people to choose from that are on like that come from like the, like the savage world. Like, why are we, why are we choosing like the hammer guy and like, like there's like eight princesses you can choose from. Like, like we killed Malina. Riko,
2: Riko's his name.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, like you could have done. Um, who's the, the dude with the white skin? Who's the sorcerer? Um, Quan Chi. Quan Chi. Like, it was
2: really important.
1: Yeah, like you could like you could have added these people, but you didn't. Yeah. All right, Mizo. Mizo, let me. You know.
3: Oh well, first the stuff I did. Like, of course, the CGI was fantastic. Uh-huh. I had no problems with it. I was never sitting here like, oh, that's not believable. Um, I'll also say it was pretty funny. There were parts where I did laugh and that's mostly because of all the scenes involving Kano. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but overall, I I don't, I don't hate the film because me and my wife were like still like there were times where it was like, Oh man, that's pretty cool. That was it was fun. I was really happy to see actual fatalities. And I was surprised because at first when you guys told me that it was rated R, I was, I didn't believe it at first. I'm like, I don't I don't know. Are they really going to make it rated R? Because mm-hmm. you know, Hollywood has this whole thing of trying to make everything PG thirteen and don't yeah. take things the next level for some reason. And they were. I mean, there were there were F bombs at the gate just from Kano alone. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought all of that was great, and the opening for it was fantastic. But here are some of my issues. Um, mm-hmm.
2: Give it to me, bro.
3: First off. I didn't like the fact that it was based off of like their tattoos are also based off their powers like the like powers that they got and to me that kind of cheapens the characters because in oh, the was in year, the games it? the arcana that's their own skill yeah. yeah that's their own skill that's their own thing that they learn they all like um Luke Kane didn't learn that from just getting that tattoo he got it because he learned yeah. it from the people that he studied from same thing with the rest of the characters everybody had their own skill set that didn't correlate to some type of tattoo
1: yeah some birthmark.
3: <clears throat> that's
1: that, even like because we talked about it when we we're doing the trailers and it was like it's a birthmark and even seeing it the second time I was like how
0: <laughs> like, like
1: how would that be a birthmark bro I just don't get it see I actually had a note is Kano saving the movie or ruining it. And I was like, I was like, he made Kano essentially made part like the movie a comic, you know, when he was around. And I was like, is it like, is it like, are we saving? Or are we ruining? And, and like, I loved him. Like at the end of it, I was like, okay, yeah, he, he was saving it. because without him, there's not a lot to talk about here. Uh, my biggest thing is in your right. It wasn't the actor who made Raiden, not a great character, but I wrote was Donnie Yen too busy. <laughs> like was yeah. Donnie N too busy to play Raiden? Like, come yeah. on. That yeah. would have been perfect. That would have and been dope. Th- and if you want someone who can literally kick ass, yep. Ip Man, bro, get Ip Man. Oh, no, yeah, but yeah.
3: Speaking of the like, Kano, the part that was so weird, like his whole power being his laser eye, mm-hmm. that doesn't make sense because in the game, it's not some type of hidden power yet. He, he, legend gave up parts of his body to be yeah. cybernetic, yep. so he could be ahead of the black market. So, exactly. that's how he got. It. Not just some random like Not getting mad at, at dinner. Like, oh like, my god! <laughs> like, no, but here's not the thing. dinner. No, okay. Here's another thing. So with Jack. So okay, cool. I'm happy that we saw how Jacks lost his arms because you know they change it sometimes. Every different game, uh. they change how Jacks loses his arms, and. Which is cool, but first of all, how does a how does a temple located in the middle of nowhere with just monks have access to technology? So cybernetic arms. They didn't have and then, flashlights. And then on top of that, when he unlocked his power, I thought it was okay, his power is strength. I thought it was gonna be like his just his general yeah. power is strength. No, it still came from his arms and out of nowhere hechnomancer he manifested robotic parts. Now
1: that we're talking about it, I feel like I like the movie less and
2: less. Dude, I... I <laughs> no, it was like, it was
1: this, fun. then no, we're getting into it, and I'm
2: like, oh, was it fun?
3: <laughs> no, but here's the last thing that I think actually is kind of problematic. So what you said earlier about making Sub-Zero Chinese.
0: Yeah. So yeah, what why is that?
3: Sub-Zero Chinese? And first off, I hope you guys, like a little history thing, China and Japan kind of have a, Not rough, history. Contentious. Yeah, have a contentious. rough history. They have a rough um, history. They have a very complex history that is mm-hmm. just still kind of feuding to this day mm-hmm. and now you made scorpion japanese you made sub-zero chinese mm-hmm. sub-zero is the villain which was another thing i was going to talk about he's the villain you see sub-zero defeats uh, you see um you see scorpion defeats sub-zero with the help of his american son so on top of that with its American Sun, that just looks really bad. And then yeah. uh, with that would be with sub zero. They I was actually surprised that they actually made him a full on villain in the movie. I was like, huh, that's different because in the because you know, in the game, he's not a full on villain. You could say yeah. his um one of them, new Psybot, the new Cybot becomes a villain after you what happens to him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, um both well, Liang and- is
2: really the hero, yeah
3: like definitely what made their clans fight was a miscommunication between because there was another third party
2: takada which Um, they didn't introduce
3: they did not introduce at all that's why they fought each other yeah but they didn't know that because when they finally in the games when they finally found out that they're they're fighting for no reason that's when they came together but in this one they made sub-zero just a true on full-on villain yeah to be a villain
1: and didn't tell us why and they are just like, yeah, he's got ice in his veins. He's just angry. Obviously, he doesn't like the Japanese guy over there, and or his family.
3: And you're like, okay. <laughs> and I can't go into detail, but um, Cole is the last one for me. Cole, in general, Cole. Mm. Cole was unneeded.
2: Uh, l- listen, listen. Like, I, I think, I think the big thing for this movie is just making, making very, very clear that. Uh, I think what the production crew did was basically have a consultant that knew the games uh, to give them like the basics. Right. Cause 'cause even, even the nuances are good. Like if you, if you've played the games, bro, there's moves in the fight choreography that are from the games. There
3: was an ice club. Yeah. 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 The the, the, the The ice
2: wall, like everything. Like there's a lot of stuff from the games that is, it is there. There's heart there, bro. We even saw Josh uh, Kano, Josh Lawson. Mm-hmm. He made, he literally made a very nuanced and extremely funny jab. It's like, oh, what are you going to do? Spam low moves all the time. This Is that the only fucking move you know? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. bro, that's literally what people were saying when the game came out. Like yeah. Liu Kang spams the low sweep. And like, you, can, if you and don't fire stop push. it, you lose. Yeah, Exactly. If you, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't like block it, you lose. So there there is a lot of heart there and bro there's so much lore you you, what what i saw here was an attempt to try to do uh an origin story fest mixed with the avengers and it makes no 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 sense because why take your time bro like the 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 main thing for me the main two things uh, that i'll talk about right now in case we want to like leave a little bit more time for people to talk uh, to see it and maybe cover it like in depth next week or whatever um dude milina Mm -hmm. milina for those of you that don't know milina is one of the most important characters in this whole thing why because she is shao khan's daughter yep she literally like is her is his dad her dad's right hand woman like mm-hmm. in finding in finding people that will oppose Shao Kahn and literally assassinate them. She literally ends up dying as a throwaway character. And I'm like, Are you real. are you
3: serious? Yeah. Are you Less seriously doing she didn't she didn't say any of her little quips? Like because you know she's very enthusiastic, she's very charismatic. Yeah, and we didn't oh, get bro. any of that from her.
2: Bro, bro. Like she literally does one thing in the movie and that's say, Oh, you don't have the arcana, huh? Killing you would mean nothing. And then she dies. Yep. that's that that's literally it and like th- that's 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 part of the reason that i don't like how they did this movie because we all know death is not permanent in mortal combat right like they'll they're all they will they will most of them will come back for the next movie and that's fine because bro shang sung revives people like the reason scorpion is even scorpion is because of quan chi like death is nothing yeah. permanent in mortal combat so I'm i'm not even gonna be like uh, oh, why did you kill them in the first movie and revive them in the second one? That's not the issue. The issue is that you you die deliberately you deliberately took bits and pieces of the lore and you tried to mix it up into a, a two-hour movie that doesn't even have the tournament. The Mortal Kombat That's movie is called say. Mortal Kombat for all all that fucking and we fucking reason. have a tournament. Mortal
1: Kombat. We was, we was running out of time. I was like, "This movie's gonna end soon. When are we gonna get the tournament?" And I was like, "They were like, so they don't want a tournament. I guess we won't give them one." And I was like,
2: "No, oh, bro, 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 bro." As, when when they introduce Goro as the shadow, I'm like, "Bro, we're literally like an hour and twenty minutes into the, into the movie. When's yeah. the tournament gonna start? Like, yeah. th- there's no there's no tournament in Mortal Kombat. And the point of Mortal Kombat is the damn tournament. Like, <laughs> they're just like we'll just send
1: we'll just send you to iconic locations and you'll just fight." And it was like cool, but then there's no like there's no stakes there. It's not like oh hey, listen, you win and then you move up and like hey maybe Earth Realm will be like it was like hey introduce Earth Realm, introduce Savage Realm, and like hey they usually fight, all, oh, but not in this ninety million dollar like movie. <laughs> like why would you have the tournament? Yeah, <laughs> what well, I mean, here's,
3: here's the thing that also kills me. You bring up the worlds, but we there's barely so know anything about them as well. There's like, so many the movie, realms. We, bro. we didn't get anything on the background of that and on top of that side note with those two other characters the one with the hammer and the one with the wings like mm-hmm. who are they and i'm, I'm pretty sure that from the no game but at are, the they same are they are time you you out of all the characters you could have picked yep you picked those guys and i'm Barack pretty sure the wasn't logical, logical explanation for it was to maybe get rid of them easily so we don't have to worry about them but at the same time, it's just like, you didn't even flesh them out. Nothing. I'm just no. like, it's just, they're just there. Like, yeah. it, I can think of so many other characters who could have replaced them. You could have had maybe Ermac. Ermac been on the team. You could have had. Yeah. You could have had a freaking, who else? You could have had. Any of the other Sector?
2: princesses. Sector.
3: Yeah. Se- yeah. Sector, you could have had. And oh, here's another thing. They disrespect their reptile to me. Why has Reptile an actual so, like what he's was a, what was he? He's no a ninja human.
2: bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> reptile's
3: a ninja. What are uh, you doing, bro? Reptile I didn't know it was Reptile until, until he
2: started spitting acid. Exactly, yeah. bro.
1: He started spitting acid. I was like, oh, that's Reptile. And I was like, I guess. Because <laughs> <laughs> they
2: say his name, but like nobody knows Cy- Zyroth or whatever his name. Like, nobody knows like his, his name. I'm 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 upset, bro. And even even the main character, bro, like Louis Tan like did, did such a great, like he, this is a great act. Like Aaron, I think it's Aaron Taylor Johnson, right? The guy that plays Cole, Uh, he's a great actor, right? So we, we, we know he's good. The the thing is that like, bro, you literally made him a bland player. One hero. Like I, I, I was even okay. I was okay with you saying he's uh Hanzo's descendant. Like, I'm at this bro. At sure. this point, fuck it. We're we we're, we're, we're no spoiler we're warning is gone, bro. Like, he's 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 uh, he is uh, Scorpion's heir essentially, right? Mm-hmm. And it, you, you, the movie's about family. The movie's about family. Whenever he gets into pressure, he will get his Arcana, bro. Mortal Kombat is literally about survival. That's the tone you have to set, like. Yep. You win at all costs or you die and your universe dies. That's that's why Mortal Kombat is so appealing. It's because it's not family what you have to focus on, it's survival. Yeah. And and dealing with other people, other personalities to win. Because if you don't win. It's, it's, it's death. And like, I, I, I appreciate the little nuances and like, you made reference to Kotal Khan, You made references to Shao Kahn. You made references to Quan Chi. Mm. Like there's, oh, it's like, oh, yep. Great, great setup. I like this. Is he going to show up? Is he going to show up? No, it's, it's all ran. It's, it's a random generator. It, bro, even the fights, even the fights make no damn sense. Why is yeah. Jax fighting Raikou? Oh, I got a bone to pick with him.
3: He just insulted. He didn't earlier. even talk to you. Yeah, yeah why, you him? What? What do y'all know each other? Like, what? Why? What, what was the purpose?
1: And then Sonia was like, "Let me fight Melina," and they were like, "Ha ha, no." <laughs> they were like, they're like, "No, you get the Kano again." Like, we haven't seen that already. Like twice already. Like, all right, cool. And so, and the go.
2: the biggest set of disrespect, bro. Like, uh, Cole Young doesn't even get his powers until halfway through the movie, and he kills Goro. In yep. five minutes, yeah, Goro won Mortal Kombat against the fiercest people in in Earthrealm yep. nine times in a row, and this man beat him in less than five minutes. I Wait, Warner Brothers, with, get away, go away with, with a half with shoot his
3: of Black armor Panther suit power. Shoe Black Panther's That's entire what I wrote. Time. He, oh, he like didn't Cole. even use it. He didn't I even wrote. I it. wrote. I wrote. Cole
1: is a rip-off Black Panther. Oh I, wrote, I was like, I was like, because he's because he's absorbing it, and he's like using the power. And I was like, first off, why does his suit only go to his waist? Second off, like a
2: wicker basket. He's a wicker basket, bro.
3: Second and then, off,
1: what's with the weapons? Why? And then why exactly.
3: He gets two weapons that we never seen him in in reference. though he didn't even know how to use. He was a bare knuckle
1: boxer. Use that,
3: and not a good one either. No. <laughs> like, Fighting
2: for 200 bucks. My, my,
1: my, my actual second note was $200. Seems a little low to get punched, but that was it. No,
2: no, I don't, I don't like it, bro. I, I, I'm, we- I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say that um, I, I'm giving it a, 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 I'm giving it a five out of 10. I'm giving it a five out of 10. Uh, I appreciate whoever did the production design, whoever did the costume design, even the mm-hmm. costumes were good. Like you don't have to go all out. It doesn't have to look exactly like the game. sub Zero's um suit looked kind of clunky, but it, it 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 was good. Like he it, when he it took looks it off, good. it was dope. Yeah, because it, it references Noob Cybot. It references mm-hmm. like the the people that worked in this movie uh showed love and showed admiration for the franchise because it showed. It showed in the yeah. first seven minutes, it showed in the character. At least the character introductions, not the development, at least the introductions, they showed a little bit of love to to, to why the franchise is loved by some by, by millions of people. Yeah. The issue is the writing. So, like Warner Brothers, you're gonna have a, a, a financial decision to make because basically you're gonna have a lot of people saying, Yay! And then, like, don't fuck it up for round two because like you, yeah. you're barely hanging on by a thread. So exactly. hire better writers. And then just give us what we want. Just give us an hour where you explain what the tournament is and why people are chosen to be in the tournament. I don't need to know Arcanas. I don't need to know how they won their powers. These are people that are chosen in different realms to fight for supremacy. Don't don't, don't waste time in the nuances. Just give us the meat of why everybody is there. Yeah. And then don't make Raiden a bitch. That's it.
1: Imagine seeing Wonder Woman 1984 and being like... Get me, get me her, get your them, get me the person who wrote that script. Like, oh god, that was the other biggest disappointment of the year. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, all right. Are, have we have we vented our emotions? Is it, is our our safe space circle over?
2: Br- bring Kano back because if bring not, you're Kano gonna back. have a flop. You're gonna yes. have a flop other, if you don't bring Kano back. Otherwise,
1: you have yeah. Without Kano, it's a three. Mizu, any last thoughts? It
3: like it had such good potential. Yeah. It, it could have been fantastic, like yeah, like you said, like all this stuff was there. They just made, it, just written it very bad. It okay. just wasn't written very well at all. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I'll, I'll give it a. I'll also give it like a, a solid five out of ten. But I might give it a six Mid-late. out of ten because of nostalgia and the, some of the parts that they did pretty good. But overall, mm-hmm. yeah, it could have been better. Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I, I like a 5.5. I'll split the difference. All right, guys, how about we talk about something that wasn't a five out of five this week? Let's mm-hmm. let's 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 get in. We're all okay. We're all okay. We're gonna make yep. it through. Yep. We got Falcon and the Winter Soldier finale, which was incredible. I almost forgot to watch it because I was watching so many
3: other things, guys. Wait, this- but before we get started, I just want to uh, say, um, uh, yep. Jose and I, we just gonna do a A quick golf clap to Nick because, um, thank you. He was right. Thank you.
1: Guess who saw it coming? April, April, uh, April 10th is when I called it. Sharon
3: is, however, the power broker. uh, However, I will say that I should also get a clap as well because I was right about for being a man, um, um, John Walker and about the whole part being coming. Oh, oh. Because oh, yeah, remember cause... when we talked about the last episode that yep. we talked about how we thought that maybe the Flag Smashers would stick around or I wrote, I wrote that both for either. Note. I said I was exactly yep. wrong. <laughs> I said,
0: I, said yep. I
1: thought Flag Smashers would help fight John. Exactly wrong. <laughs> so, yes. Yes, the clock, the golf clap goes two ways today. Yes, very, very good episode. We saw the new suit. And it's not vibranium. So why go to Wakanda? Are the wings vibranium? I think the wings are probably vibranium. I'm, I
3: don't yeah, know. I Maybe so.
1: I don't know. Also, um, oh wait, no. Second note was George St Pierre, surprisingly good actor. Um, yep. Third note was hate the white, way too heavy. I don't. I just. I didn't like. I didn't like how heavy it was on the white.
3: I don't know why. I just definitely like, agree with that. Yeah. I did not hate on Captain of Captain America. I didn't hate yeah. Captain America's suit but there was like there was a little bit there was a little too much with the yeah, too much of the white yeah it, i like how it did It's a 100 percent or full-on reference to the comic books like it's exactly yeah, it's, it, it's
2: it's a perfect it's adaptation
3: like literally a perfect adaptation comic book wise but i don't want the suit to stick around forever like wow. i want just like you know in the mcu how they constantly change their costume throughout mm-hmm. every movie that they're in I I hope that they do that with Falcon. I mean, with Captain America. I keep I keep trying to get adjusted to that. With there Captain America.
2: That's the
1: Black and and Falcon. Nah, that's
3: Captain America.
2: <laughs> Falcon is gonna be Joaquin Torres, baby, repping for the Latinos next season. Let's go.
1: And well, obviously I'm very excited for you. Like, can you have a Falcon if Captain America still got wings?
2: Like, <laughs> like,
1: like True facts. Hey, like, facts. Like, we still facts. got like he, he's definitely got like the Falcon origin story still attached to his back. I mean,
3: so you guys obviously enjoyed the episode. What'd you think about it?
2: I'll let you start, Mizu.
3: I think that it was like overall fantastic. It was better than I expected to be. Everything going from you know the reveal of Captain America's new suit,
0: mm-hmm.
3: um, John Walker returning and what he was doing. Of course, you know the reveal of Sharon Carter being the power broker.
2: Red Wing is back.
3: Red Wing is I noticed too. There's two Red Wings. Yeah. So, I thought that was overall it was awesome. I think the only critique I would give it is I didn't really. I hate this. I probably might be on the wrong side of this, but I didn't really care for Carly after. What happened? No, no, no seeing, you're not. My my third note was, I'm starting to hate Carly. And there's, there, don't get me wrong, there's just, I understand what she was doing, but at the same time, just like her character, she just kept contradicting herself. Yeah. And when she finally did die, I was just like, I didn't feel some type of way. Only type of, the only part I, I didn't happy. feel some type of way was that she was a teenager. She was a child. Fair and what's yep. what was the thing? I'm like, oh yeah, this is crazy that a, they had a a whole teenager did all of this, yeah. And, it, and she ended up like this. But besides that, I'm just like, uh, I mean, I think it, it a- happens. Oh, yeah, last thing. Oh, go ahead, Baron Zemo. He's the dude. He got the last
1: laugh at the Love end. Love that. Love that. So that was. Uh, we'll get. We'll get there. But like, my biggest thing going into it was I think Carly is the perfect representation of radicalization. I think. Yep. I think radicalization can start. It's a very good, not to over like overanalyze Carly's like character development, but like it can start. It usually radicalization starts with what is a good fundamental thought based around freedom or, or easing pains. And then over time, the goalpost keeps getting moved, you know? So Carly says, kill the hostages. If you have to, this met like this episode, like all the other super soldiers would look at her. Like she goes one world and none of them say one people back. Like she represents like, the arc of radicalization, like, reaching what, like, what would edge on terrorism, you know, and and I guess if you're killing hostages is terrorism, you know, so, and, and, and Sam makes a very important point, like, don't call them a terrorist, like, like, you don't understand where they're coming from, like, so you, you can't, you can't sit there on your ivory tower and call them terrorists, but, like, I think you were supposed to, like, cause the thing, she wasn't going to be around for long. You know, she's not, she wasn't going to make it out of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So I think, I think the biggest thing for them was thinking like, Hey, this is how we're going to dissociate you from Carly. Like we're going to make her views. Cause like a couple episodes ago, I was like, Does she have a point. And then like, now I'm completely dissociated from her and she's dead because the plan was always to kill her. So like, I think, I think that was entirely on purpose. I don't think you're on the wrong side there.
2: Absolutely. Uh I absolutely I have to give a slow clap to Disney. You did it. You did it. You you finally did it. Yeah. Uh the the impact of this this whole show will be heard across the generations I think just oh, in yeah. terms of like the the, the all, all the firsts that it did. Um it also confirmed a lot of uh, theories that we had. Thank you Nick oh, uh yeah. for oh, in terms yeah. of story, but I I want to commend it uh especially uh, and I wrote it down, uh, the, the five main themes, right, that, that came into, in, into, into the show, which is uh, propaganda, right? Using symbolism to, to drive people, uh, which is what the Captain America symbol is. Like, who's, who's it going to be? Like, who's, who's going to wield the, the, yeah. the shield? Uh, social commentary, which included uh, racial profiling, racism, military, industrial complex, patriotism, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, trauma.
1: Yep, big time. Trauma.
2: Finding your purpose. And then awesome. finally, like, legacy. Like, what do you leave? What do you leave behind? What are, what are mm-hmm. you there? Like, those are the five main themes that I got from this show. Uh, and they covered those almost to a T. Uh, the only, as, as Mizu once said, there's barely anything to critique. The, the For me, a little bit that I'm a, a slightly disappointed, and I know that they couldn't fit everything, was um, Bucky's story in general. Yeah. Uh, but Bucky, Bucky did get closure, which we all wanted. Like he told, and they do it in a really nuanced way. He told his neighbor that he his the winter soldier was the one that killed his son. Uh, yeah. and he dealt with that. But, but I, I, feel like you had a lot, you had a great opportunity to, to go to d- dwell in the, the, the dichotomy of like the white wolf, uh, versus the winter soldier. And like, which one am I, which one can I choose mm-hmm. to be? I, I know he, he, he does it at some points in the series and he does say like, uh, Steve chose you like he he tries he tries to to justify a lot of his actions on like bro you have no idea what people deal with and like uh some people yeah. are have choices that they make that change change them forever like I, I we get that he was trying to internalize his own trauma throughout the show but I felt they could have done a little bit more on that mm-hmm. but on every other every other category bro action cinematography sound oh, no. They knocked it out of the freaking park. I yeah. am excited for, for the for Captain America uh part four, which is confirmed. We are getting yeah. a, yep. a, a fourth Captain America movie, which with our boy Sam um repping the shield. That is gonna be amazing. Uh, I don't think there will be a season two, or if they do, it'll be more like uh I think they'll have to do something with the Joaquin Torres as the Falcon, uh yeah. trying to like find his way or something uh but i think i think this season served exactly the purpose that it needed to fill right who's the new leader of the avengers or who should be the new leader of the avengers uh and and, and all of the baggage that will come with that both in real life with a lo- we 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 could talk about that and there's a lot of controversy on why, why like why they represented sam as like wh- how they did um what do you mean Bro, there was a lot of people on 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 TikTok, on Twitter, that were just being like, "That's not my Captain America," and it's like uh, the, the the classic discourse, right? Oh, uh, like okay, okay. the, so the classic discourse, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah gotcha. But gotcha. but not I, but not just that, not just that. It's just like, oh, you're trying to force feed me Sam as the new Captain America, and why he's worthy. It's like, yeah, because he is. He's also, shown that he is point of the show, you know, yeah, and, but <laughs> bro, and that's something head. that, oh, my God, bro. Our, our friend uh, Juju Straw Hat Goofy, like, put it straight, like, he, he put a, a perfect video. It's like, it's Kevin Feige literally explaining why Sam is the new Captain America. Yeah. And like it's like oh right right that it, it it looks good when it's out of Kevin Feige's mouth right but when i say it it's it it it, 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 yeah, it, it offends it's, you right
1: it, yeah it's it's you trying to push this propaganda Pro- yeah an agenda me. pushing and a like, narrative
2: okay. yeah and, it, and 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 no bro we saw it through and we uh, this is the last thing i'll say before i get your opinions on like the different parts of the show we saw how much this means not just to the African American community, not just to minorities, not just to Americans, but on a global scale of having representation, bro. That last scene with Isaiah, where he goes yeah. to the museum and sees himself in a bronze statue, yeah. it literally gives me shil- chills. Talking about that, like just just talking about it gives me chills, because I've like I've seen it, man. Like I I uh, there's there's a famous uh, statue at least in 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 puerto rico that shows all the fallen warriors that don't have a name from world war ii and we're just just drafted to the u.s military forces yeah yeah Yeah. and and it's a it 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 serves as a reminder that there's hundreds of voices that are silenced throughout history and there's Mm -hmm. always going to be someone that has to step up and vouch for them and yeah, I just get teary. I just get teary talking about it because Sam Absolutely. is so perfect. <clears throat> Sam is so per- like it's perfect. The serum. I'm not taking the serum. I'm 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 working hard uh, yeah. physically to make it. Um, uh, ide ideologically, Carly, don't do it. Violence is not the way. Um, uh, like everything, bro. Sam is yeah. Captain America, and that's why at the end it says Captain America and the Winter Soldier. That's all. That's all I have to say. At least. Oh, I
1: missed that. The yeah, so as for the, as for the Isaiah bit, I wrote, I wrote um, at the end, as I was closing out, I said a really good look into how we erase the history of black peoples and the struggle to make it shown. Um, so there's, there's uh, I think the African-American uh, history museum is the newest museum in Washington, DC. And it's, mm-hmm. it's fucking, it's a heavy fucking walk. I highly yeah. recommend you do it if you're ever in Washington, DC, but it's mm-hmm. a, it's a fucking walk. And cause mm-hmm. you know, like, I'll, like obviously, America has erased the history of a lot of black people because it's not a good look, you know. <laughs> like it's like mm-hmm. you, like you, you do that walk and you're like, "Fuck, okay." Uh, and so so it's it's a really important look into like how we are trying to unerase, we're trying to uncover the history that we've covered up that we've whitewashed. Um, I mean, Captain America is literally the symbol of whitewashing history, and and so that was that was an incredible incredible scene. Um I thought the other outside of Isaiah the other winner of this episode was John though. I thought it was an incredible redemption arc for John. I think it really was. Um I liked it I think he stopped trying to be someone else. Like you're not Captain America. You are a like all, in for all intents and purposes you are a good person. Like you may have been eaten up by the military industrial complex that is this country but like you are still a good person in your heart, like Leon dying, like hurts you. Cause that was like your best friend. you love your family? You love, like you love your partners. Like you don't want to be hurt or those around you to be hurt. And I think it's actually pretty obvious where like, it's like, this is a redemption when he goes to save the hostages, instead of continuing to fight the superhumans. But like, I think that was a really good stepping into the light moment um, for U.S. agent, who isn't a bad guy. He's just not Captain America. It's Mm -hmm. like Boruto and Naruto. They're good independently. Once you start comparing them, it's going to come out a bit different. But, like, U.S. agent isn't a bad person. His suit looked sick, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, All black with the red-white stripes. Mm -hmm. We don't need a Captain America. We need a U.S. agent. like. He is, like, he is as Wolverine is to the X-Men as, like, as he is to the Avengers. Like, he is the the morally gray character that does the things outside of, you know, what they would consider, like, very clean. He's X-Force. He's the so, Punisher, basically. So. Exactly. And so I think it was a really good episode for him. I thought it was a really good, like, kind of, like, I don't know. I thought I thought it was good for them to show that, like, there's life after service, I think is what they were trying to say mm-hmm. is 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 that like you don't have to be this like the thing they made. You can be your own thing.
3: For sure. I I definitely agree to a point, but I think what they're gonna do with John Walker is gonna be something totally different because the person that he's working with is, is Hydra. AKA Madam Hydra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like he is a good person, but I feel like he's going to be manipulated by Val
0: mm-hmm. in
3: future events to do oh, sure. things that he probably will be convinced that are good, mm-hmm. but won't be. So I think that's what I think they're going to do with his character. Because if for those who don't know, like you, yeah, US Agent is a very um yeah, morally great character. Yeah. He is like American America, gun-ho America
2: mm-hmm.
3: and it. It all depends on how they write him. And, like, he's been both played played good guy and bad guy. So, yeah, I just wonder what they're going to do with him in the future. Because I'm seeing, especially, because I don't know if in the comics did he ever work with Hydra? Or not knowing, not know. willingly know that he was working for Hydra. But in this version, it sounds like he's working for a new upcoming Hydra. Because we thought that we destroyed Hydra back in mm-hmm. Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. The movie. and. But as we can see, we have Madam Hydra, who might be, maybe a, a branch of Hydra or something, or Hydra being resurfacing. Yeah, like a twenty. And working in the shadows yeah, once again. He works. Yeah. He
2: works at a. Uh, just as a quick side note, he does. Uh, he does become a part of Dr. Doom's Avengers, which is like going to be another very morally great yeah. character. Uh, but yeah, he's in the Mighty Avengers, the the uh, the Dr. Doom's Avengers. And obviously I think what they're going to do, and at least in my opinion, my theory is he's going to be a part of the Thunderbolts, which is uh, Ross's oh, the Thunderbolt. Yeah. Ross's is basically his, his strike force. Mm-hmm. Pretty so,
3: much. Like, for those that don't know, yeah, don't know, it's basically like Marvel's version of the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so I thought, I mean, so I, I named, uh, the last episode, uh, with great power, dot, dot, dot. Uh And I think that is another, like, they're really hammering that point home, but funnily enough in a very different way this week, um, it was with great power comes great responsibility. Yes. Again, but this time, instead of for Sam, instead of for John Walker, instead of for Bucky, it was for the government. It was, listen, you like it was it was a really good look into governmental representation um, in what is, uh, you know, otherwise an outworldly like something that's not going to happen to us anytime, but like them being like you don't realize you have as much power as a crazy titan like a crazy God who comes to our earth. Like, yes, sure. What happens if you come back to the world and, and someone is living in your house? And I was like, you know what? That, that would suck, obviously. But like breaking down to them, like you run the bank's. You're a governor, like all these things. You'll never have to worry about this. Who is in the war room with you when you're making these decisions? Is it those who are affected? Is it, is it, have you taken into account the people that now find solace in each other's company because of this one common struggle? And so I thought that was uh, like a very interesting twist on uh, an underlying trend that we'd already identified. It was, yeah, now we're not talking about superheroes power and responsibility anymore. We're talking about governmental power and responsibility.
3: Definitely. I did like that. I love how Sam was calling them out, saying like, you, like the lady, like you, you can literally email someone and tear down that whole entire forest. Yeah. You can do this with just a swip of a, a pinch, um, a pinch strike. And yeah. like, you guys have power without, like you guys have insane amount of power without actually having superpowers. Y'all affect the world. And what do y'all do with it? Exactly. And, and then on top of that, like they, of course, you know, you hear it all the time in even today's issues, like every time we talk about certain things, people always use the whole, it's complicated. It's complicated. And I like you how they brought understand. it up in the the show, like, Oh, like yeah. these things are complicated, Sam. And he, of course he calls him Like, you don't think I don't understand what complicated is. You don't think people don't understand what complicated is. Yeah. And I love that part where he says like, I'm a, I'm a black man.
2: Wearing his stars and in stripes.
3: America. Yeah. So right now he say, yeah, right now I can already feel the judgment. hmm as I'm standing right here like and I'm just like for real and I definitely that's also to me I think it's like also like a callback to you know all the the first black anything Jackie Robinson being the first black man to be part of major league baseball yeah um other people in other fields Barack Obama being the first black president
0: yeah Mm mm-hmm
3: you have to and be having perfect. all these expectations, at first we're just like, "Oh yeah, that's cool," but then of course you got all those others who cast their judgment on you. Yeah, just you based can. off that alone.
1: As a as a as a uh, uh, just and not even just black, just as a as a minority pioneer, you have to be perfect because everyone is looking for an opportunity to jump onto you. Roberto Clemente, uh, Barack Obama, like you said, like like Jackie Robinson, Jim
2: Brown, Obama.
1: Jim Brown, Jim uh, Muhammad people, Ali. Yeah, Muhammad Ali, like, like people, like, like even to this day, like NFL athletes who like will like cuss on the sidelines or something like that, or call somebody out. You know, if it's like a white dude, he's like, oh, he's having fun, he's competitive. A black guy gets onto the onto the sideline, cussing somebody out, is like, no, I won't play for that team. He gets labeled a thug. You know, so it's like it's it, 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 in like you have to be this perfect image of what America wants you to be, or you will get. Thrown out, you know. So yeah, he's right. He's like, I can feel the prejudice. I can feel the weight of your opinions, like waiting for me to trip up as a black man in the stripes. And so yeah, mm-hmm. that was
3: that was a really important message that they were sending. Plus, and I think. Plus, what Bucky said, which was kind of a throwaway joke, but also to me, I felt like it has a double meaning when he said, "Like oh, I didn't really pay attention. I was on my phone." Something about black guy in stripes. Yeah, stripes, yeah. And I like how he jokingly said that, but there's also a, also a negative connotation by that because there are mm-hmm. a lot of people who.
0: Might don't missed
3: everything um Sam has said and oh, just be like, oh, yeah. there is a there's a I don't really care, there's a black dude in stripes. That's all I just noticed right now. Like huh. to me, I just I just kind of saw that as a double meaning, knowing that he was joking, but there are people yeah. who really be like that.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Yep. I didn't yeah, I didn't really think of that. Huh.
2: Yep. I remember that and I was like saying, like, yep, that's exactly what happened when like when somebody that would typically be glanced over is saying something important. It's like, nope, I want to focus on what's surface level. Surface level is what matters, right? Surface so is the, th- the, headline, the, he- the headline is the easiest thing to, to, to mm-hmm. digest. And Definitely. I think, I think that, that, that makes it up perfectly, right? When he stands up to the Global Repatriation Council, it's like, look, if you wanted to, you could distribute rations on a global scale yeah. uh, today. It's not complicated mm-hmm. just because you don't want to get your hands dirty or you don't want to like, face public scrutiny because you wouldn't want to get reelected or stuff like that. Like, and that, and that touches upon real issues, like real stuff that happens on our our day to day with like um, with politicians, with, with uh, uh, important political figures around the world, like accountability is important. Right. And, and, and the the people that are working for the majority need to take the interests of the majority into account, not just what they think the majority needs. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that 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 the show covers it perfectly. Um, I I I'm excited to see how how this moves forward because obviously we have Baron Zemo in jail in the raft, uh, which is going to oh. be wild. Oh well, yeah, he can still yes. do so much. Yeah, and and the thing is, he can oh, form so he can dumb. form an alliance with all the criminals that are in the raft. Uh, uh-huh. We got Sharon Carter; she belongs to the streets uh she's bro she was
1: thrown out by her country traitor
3: but that was another thing i was gonna say so i was gonna open it up to you guys that what are things that what are your criticisms of it like what do you think that the show could have done what they could have done a different route with what are things that you think for her kind of um maybe bothered you with the show oh with the show in general large large scale Yes. Oh so you God, yeah, man. for the entire show, not just the episode, but the entire show. What do you think? What, what were your critiques? Or like, well I mean I can open it up.
2: Yeah, you can open up. Yeah, I, I think, was gonna
3: say, give me a second. Yeah, go out. So for I these, only have I'll one. What's that um, one. What, say it again?
2: I was gonna say I only have a few. So like you you can open up and if I agree, yeah, we can just speak to us, of course, my dear Mizu. Speak
3: to us. <laughs> of course, um, you know, due to COVID and you know scheduling. They had to do it in, you know, six episodes, which I understand. Um, Ideally, though, if we could, I would maybe add maybe two more. It doesn't have to be 10 like WandaVision, maybe like just two more episodes. One dedicated to Carla, because I think that was the one of the biggest reasons I think we couldn't really connect where they they really tried to push her. I feel like they pushed too hard to make her sympathetic. And it could have worked if we have just given more background a little bit with her. And I think there should have been a whole episode dedicated to Carly as in, for example, we, it was very important for Carly to go back to see this woman who, I guess, raised her in her childhood died. Why is she so important? We should have maybe gotten a flashback. Maybe like the first three minutes of that episode, we saw a flashback of this woman. Because if you think about it, this woman who was just passed, pretty much. Is um, The reason they're all together. Like pretty much inspired the Flashmasters. Yeah. They insinuated that. So it would have been cool maybe to see a flashback of this lady and Carly's background, what Carly has transpired. And plus, in that same episode, we need to see what was it like for those who thought the blip was a good thing. Because she t- she kept talking about how a lot of people were more compassionate, a lot of people were together and et cetera, mm. et cetera. But as you can see through other movies like Endgame and WandaVision, when we hear about the blip, it's a bad thing. Like it's yeah. a bad thing. Well, we don't think half of it the people any. people on earth disappear. Exactly. We don't think <laughs> yeah. of it any positive, any kind of way. And well, Carly says that it says it like it was something kind of good. And I felt like we didn't get enough examples <clears throat> of why that was good. So I think yeah. with that flashback, we could see maybe out world like, oh how how was it good? Like oh we see people maybe back in the blip when everybody was half gone and see that compassion, see that um, camaraderie coming togetherness yeah. and with the GRC and things of that nature. I think that would have been good. Um, the second episode would have been, as you said earlier, Jose to flesh out more with um, Bucky, Bucky with his trauma. And like, I don't say the first 30 minutes, the first 30 minutes will be about Bucky and like going with, through his trauma and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, basically kind of finishing out his, His character arc, yeah. Adding more to let's. I want. I wanted to. I wanted me personally. I wanted to see him complete some of that list. Not just maybe like maybe one or two names. I actually wanted to see him meet more of these people and get that kind of stuff out the way. Do like Bucky traveling across the world trying to fix his wrongs. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I wish that they put more emphasis on that scene when he does go to that man and explain that he killed his son. I thought that could have been dealt with more and we didn't really get a reaction from him either we really don't know what happened like yeah. we just know that they talked and i guess they went their separate ways mm-hmm. but there was not enough detail them. with that and i think the other 30 minutes or maybe vice versa depends on how you think you you guys would think it will structure well another part would be with john walker i think another maybe 30 minutes will show flesh out more with john walker as well <clears throat> What's to be expected um, out of him in the future, or like exactly what to expect is. from him and what okay. how he was like how he was dealing with things more? I think because at first I thought someone made a good point. I was watching a YouTuber. I think what's his name? I think Cosmonaut. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's his name. Yep. And he talked about how John Walker should have been like the overarching villain at some point. Like they, yeah, they I would like I, I liked because for me personally, I liked his des- descended into him like madness mm-hmm. the, the title consuming him all the expectations on top of that with his ptsd they should have explained more with his ptsd because he talked about it like oh yeah metal still remind me of the worst day of my life but mm-hmm. we didn't really see him go through that you know feeling of true ptsd i i think that should have been fleshed out more with um john walker as well but yeah. overall i think it was just my little critiques of it
1: I, I think my my um, my one critique is kind of in the same vein as your first one. It, it's It has to do with Carly. And um, so I wrote my my the only bad thing I wrote about this episode is I feel like they wouldn't have given this many chances to a man like they spent so much time trying to make Carly a sympathetic character. And it almost felt like like Sam was like, I mean, I guess she's young, you know, but it almost felt like Sam was like. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Like you don't know what you're talking about. Like I, it's it's okay. Like like you don't know struggle. Like all these things. And I was like, I was like, I felt like you were just writing her off to a certain degree. Like you're trying to be like, oh, she's not a serious threat, or she doesn't know what she's talking about. because She's a woman, like that kind of thing. Because they they straight up marked the rest of the flag smashers. Sharon. I mean, I guess you could say Sharon is the one who ended up killing Carly in the end. But Sharon used a gas bomb on one of them. Like Zemo bombed the other one. Like the only one that we focus on, really outside of of Carly, is the the taller Asian dude. And like he gets his ass kicked. He dies. Like like, and, so and the
2: dude like, that gets his head cut off. <laughs> yeah,
1: like and the oh, dude yeah. gets his head cut off. Like every other super soldier gets like worked. And it's like, oh, like you don't know what you're talking about. It's like it's okay. Like you haven't experienced the world. And I was like. Carly was a dude. I feel like, like, like we probably take her more seriously. And I was like, it just felt like a weird bit of writing on their end. I was like, just because she is a teenage girl, like they, the thing is, they even went and talked about it. Like she, like there can be another Carly. Like it was like it's just like just because she's a teenage girl doesn't mean that she's not like that she should not have like but she's wrong, like, yeah, or like wrong, or like like she doesn't have the right thoughts in her heart, or not capable of incredible violence. Like it was like it was like it, yeah. So that was that was my only problem with it really.
2: Yeah, for me, uh, I think um, Mizu and Nick, you guys uh, hit it spot on. It's definitely Bucky and Carly, at least in terms of uh of direct ones, the uh, d- direct conversation that we can have. Um, I do feel like like Bucky, uh, I can let it slide a little bit because uh, we we have obviously have we he always I think Sebastian Stan yeah I think Sebastian Stan still has I think three or four movies in his contract, mm-hmm. uh, which is a lot. So yeah. like you you can technically uh you can technically have a lot more, but I like if you don't do it now you have to do it in Black Panther too, like it yeah. has to be done there because like that's that's where that's where the money's at right like that's 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 where we saw him exercise the, the Winter Soldier uh, the, the 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 Dora Milaje trusting him and not ending him on the spot when yeah. they, when he was getting in their way like when they could you know, have there there's a there's a lot of weight to that decision from the Wakandans to trust Bucky. So mm-hmm. Black Panther 2 has to be uh, uh, has to have at least 10 or 20 minutes, like not, not, not 10 minutes, maybe, but like five minutes, that's enough to, to talk a, about Bucky. A, a homage. Yeah. Yeah. To, you know? to, to what he's done to, to become a better person. And also
1: 80s, like workout, like montage. montage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That,
2: that's what I was, uh, that's another thing that I was going to uh, talk about. Like I, I, I'm okay with John Walker being redeemed. Uh, because obviously he is uh, t- like a morally ambiguous hero. Uh, mm-hmm. But I I wanted that f- two minutes. You, you could have literally done it in two or three minutes where it's like between the moment that he goes after Carly after Lamar is killed, show the serum giving him PTSD about like getting the medals of honor or yeah. just like going into battle with Lamar or going into battle with his squad mates and like the I building explodes. Leon. Like, yeah. and then just w- waking up from that, just like Bucky did. Like you wake up from that like nightmare and there's like, uh yo john walker uh the carly has been located and he's like okay revenge time like yeah th- that is that that's an easily that's easily just a three minute scene that could have added so much context into what this shot though i, I mean yeah but like yeah. essentially you just have to have like a, a, a dude in army fatigues and a building blow up to just show I like guess, oh yeah his squad mates are dead like mm-hmm. all, all that it's it's expensive yes but uh, as mizu said like this is six episodes instead of eight so like mm-hmm. you could have added like five two more minutes to a runtime of Yeah. So, uh, that's, that's, those are my only things. The biggest honestly criticism for me is this is the flag smashers in general, not necessarily Carly, like the motivations were clear later. And obviously when, when Sam gives a speech at the end, it contextualizes everything. It's like, look, These were basically like uh, refugees and children that were standing up to global powers and causing destruction because they represent the minority that isn't talked about, right? So like that motivation is fleshed out at the end of the series. So like when they were talking about Mamadonia and how much she means to them because she did X and Y and Z during the blip to protect them or whatever, like- it it, it tends it it it's like a sermon to deaf ears. You feel me? It's like yeah. it, it feels like it's just writing people along the story, which is okay. But I expected a little bit more. And and yeah, that those Lush those are up. my three things. Yeah, those are my three things. But everything with Isaiah, great. Everything with Sam, great. Everything in terms of technical prowess, Disney like they just Marvel brought it out of the brought park. It. Like yeah, yeah, they they brought the stuff. Uh, and I'm uh, it makes me even more excited about the next shows in the MCU. Because if you think about it, these past three months have been really important for Marvel. Setting expectations are like, is it going to be like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where it's just like seriously episodic? Or are these things going to have weight? Yeah, And WandaVision has big repercussions and so does Falcon for different. uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Sorry. Uh, They have impact in, in both the real world and the comics. And I'm excited to see Loki coming in June.
1: Oh, it's gonna be
2: very, very good. Yeah, no,
1: I, I think they did a fantastic job. Uh, like I said, I think it's uh, at the beginning of the episode. I think it's the best thing Disney Plus has ever done. Um, albeit that's not a Mandalorian. lot. Mandalorian. Ah, it's nice. I still think I like it more than like the Mandalorian. That's the thing. That's okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, you got any thoughts? Final thoughts, Mizu?
3: Um, I'll say I definitely think this is for me the best Disney Plus series. There we go. For me, I've had to do it in order. It would be Falcon, Winter Soldier, um, Mando. WandaVision, and then The Mandalorian. For me, but overall, okay, we all got I, different. I, then. Huh?
1: we all got different lists then? Because I would go Falcon, Mando, WandaVision. But
3: yeah, and the reason oh, I put kidding. WandaVision up there a little bit because I just like the the themes in that one. Like they're talking about loss as well, yeah. and um, going through like losing everything or losing a family member i thought like the conversation in that whole show was fantastic and plus it was just plus it was kind of kooky like the whole concept of it turning into a um sitcom the con i just like how they did that i thought that was pretty yeah. cool and unique it was well written very well written definitely yeah. i mean there were some missed opportunities but for sure it was still it was still a pretty solid series
2: cool. for sure uh, all right I- at least for me, uh, my my closing arguments for that is uh, I have a different ranking. So like minus uh, Mando at the top, one uh, division in the middle, and then Black uh, uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier at the end, but for different reasons. So like I'm I'm I think I I think I think I think Captain America and the Winter Soldier is uh is is one a better series overall, and two has more impact. But I think One Division was a more ambitious project Very that ambitious. did more in terms of the lore of of Marvel than Definitely. than Captain America. Like Captain America set up a, a, a new hero, a new leader for the Avengers, and all the questions that we had about how is Marvel going to do it, they answered everything. So like yeah. they 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 did the full breakdown of the new Captain America perfectly. But in terms of doing something completely new and radically different but bro they filmed WandaVision in five different decades like five different styles with five different art like True. art directions yeah. move, uh, music all that stuff and uh, they also dealt with loss and trauma all that like it it, it it's i like them for different reasons but uh, dude the Mandalorian at least at least for me uh holds a a different spot um but yeah I, I i i'm i'm i will say just as a final thought I was definitely completely or or more satisfied watching uh this black uh Captain America and the Winter Soldier. That's gonna get a lot like getting used to fal- like saying Falcon Super It's hard to get used to just, just because of like the wording. But like mm-hmm. Captain America and the Winter Soldier uh had more depth and and I think had a little bit more in terms of uh giving that satisfaction at the end. It's like wow, this series. They they did it versus Wandavision, which is more like the um, the the endeavor itself is what made Wandavision so good. Like mm-hmm. what the all the things that the they underneath. covered. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah, those are my two cents. And I have boy, when 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 Bad Batch and Loki arrive, get ready, people. Get, get ready. ready.
1: In fact, no, we're heading in the right direction. That's for sure, and that is all we can look forward to. If you guys, I mean, that's thing. It's gonna give us things to to move our mouths to. But okay. Wrapped nice little present. Thank you so much, Disney. I'll redo my subscription <laughs> in, in like a, a couple weeks, I guess. Uh, very quickly, you and me, me we gotta get into MHA, we gotta talk about it. We're still doing class 1A versus class one B. And my opening note is Miss Midnight, weirdly sexual towards children. And I feel like no one calls her Hisoka because she's hot. All right. I'm going to come out and say it. I think, I think she, she, she was like, oh, their potentials are so attractive. Line for line, what Hisoka says, and he gets shit uh, yeah. for it. But she's a hot dominatrix, so she can say it. Where, where's the line, people?
3: Where's the line? I did find that interesting that they did that with her. So I'm wondering that too. Like, is anybody going to bring that up? Or is gonna anybody show? going me. to be bolted up to me? I'm a champion, the but I mean that's just me. But one <laughs> thing, one thing I want to shout out real quick—I forgot his name at the moment. The dude with the the with the black quirk.
1: Oh, the guy who's in the shadow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dude yeah. with
3: the yeah, can, yeah. Basically, this is a character who's I might um. I wrote it down. His yeah, quirk gives him the ability to can um, be consumed or blend into anything that is black. Yeah. Whether whether like a shirt. Or to a pen. It can, yes. it could be anything dark, oh, black,
1: It could be, be anything that's black.
3: It could be like it. I'll say wow. anything that's dark. I'll say it has maybe either actual the actual color black mm-hmm. or like shadowy places that can be dark like that. That's and cool. my man was using utilizing his quirk. I did not see, I was sitting here like, okay, well, your quirk is decent, but the way he used that sick in in the episode, I was like, wow, that's actually pretty dope. There was yeah. a pretty dope use of his quirk. I thought that was pretty amazing how they were able to do that. I couldn't imagine
1: a better place for him other than a, a city filled with pipes that go nowhere. Like, there was a, a million shadows in every direction. It was, it, was, it was incredible. And I thought it was really cool because he is, like, the perfect foil to Tokoyami. Because Tokoyami mm-hmm. is obviously, you know, he has dark shadow inside of him. And if this guy can go in any shadow or anything that's even remotely dark, like, guess what? He can go inside of dark shadow. And that's, that was incredible. I love that they're doing all these foils between 1A and 1B. Because, you know, before we had Tetsu, 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 uh, and, and Red Riot. And so, like, obviously, like, we had that kind of foil where they're the same. But these two going off was awesome. And, and so... There was, and and we had the same things going on this episode as we did last episode, where we're having a bunch of people that, um, we have a bunch of people that we have seen prior, but we're seeing them scale up in power, which was awesome. Like, the naked girl being able to produce light, apparently. That's new. Like, like Tokuyami being able to extend his shadow, like, a mile.
3: And also, now we can fly? Yep he can fly i thought that was also pretty dope and i like how they and i like how it correlates too, because the one thing i do like about my hero a lot is mm-hmm. their their abilities never come out of nowhere yeah. like it's always solidified it's always told like they explain everything i'm not saying the other anime don't do that mm-hmm. but like i just like how you're never sitting here thinking to yourself like that came out how? of nowhere yeah like and I like how they correlated. Oh, the reason why Tokiomi can fly is because he did his training with hawks. with hawks. Yeah, you know, two bird, two Birds bird of a individuals. Feather. Yeah, and of course, he's like, oh, and he was experimenting with Tokoyami. And to me, first of all, for those who don't know, Tokiomi is my one of my favorite characters in all oh, My Hero. Mm-hmm. And because of the potential he has, y'all saw in the last the last season when they were in the um during the camp arc when he lost control of Dark Shadow and we saw the potential of what Dark Shadow can become at yep. night. And I'm just like, oh, there is endless potential to what that can be.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: He can become something incredibly... I'm just thankful that he's not available. Because that yeah. power he got... If he had control over it, it would be insane. Definitely.
1: A- absolutely insane. Yeah, no, I mean, like I said, it was a really, really cool episode. I wrote uh, Ayama. Uh, Ayama's useless. useless absolutely useless um and and then and then my final note on the episode was what on earth does covering everything in mushrooms do <laughs> like what is that what does that do for you like i was just they like oh no mushrooms and i was like cool
3: dinner like what are we doing here we'll have to find out on The next yeah. episode because they just teased at the very end, like, oh yeah, she's about to do something crazy. But the way she's probably, I guess she could do something crazy.
1: She can just, just grow mushrooms on everything. But yeah, it's just I don't know. It was it was very cool seeing Tokyo. Yeah, that was the biggest thing. Was seeing was seeing his work study, was seeing his uh provisional license stuff. Uh, that was really, really awesome. Uh, seeing him work with Hawks and Hawks essentially being an asshole, uh, and being like, Guess what? I brought you on because I think you like I want to hear about this thing you were involved in. So, yeah, no, it was it was really, really cool um so i i you know i'm excited to see what happens next week i i don't know if this this kind of b squad
3: of people needed two episodes for a fight but hey i'm down for it yeah i was also thinking that too like oh, i don't think this needs to be two episodes but yeah because we'll,
1: like, we'll i'd say tokoyami you got third place in the in the what is it the the school tournament so like yeah mm-hmm. he's about the closest thing to a main character we have out of that whole group uh and then also we have big fist which is just choji but way worse uh because she can only do it with one hand but yeah so i mean all in all it was a pretty good episode uh it was fun you know i mean that that's pretty much all i got for it same definitely Yeah. Uh, all right cool and then we are all caught up with invincible about damn time i've wanted to talk about this show for weeks oh my god guys this was i i this is including the first episode this was the best episode of of the entire show and now that you're caught up
3: are you liking it talk to me oh i already liked it since the first episode i thought the whole concept it it's basically like the boys but on a bigger scale yes and animated Mm -hmm. so i was already hooked especially at the very end of the episode like oh wait this is kind of getting. It's getting intense. Getting crazy. Intense. And- Jose,
2: bro, I'm. I'm sorry. My mom was talking to me. Um, okay. bro. Uh, I I, I absolutely love the. Uh, I I absolutely love the setup of this as as uh, an animated version of the boys with different uh-huh. motivations, right? Because they they have different like uh they have different um first of all different concepts in terms of the superheroes like not everything is just a riff on the on the justice league like omni man does have a direct correlation with superman but everybody else has some sort of like difference because we because i mean as you know if you're if you're watching invincible the justice league is dead like uh he (laughs) omni man kills the flash batman hawk girl wonder they're all martian man
1: hunter they're all gone
2: uh i really like mark I really like Mark and the way that he's dealing with, with becoming a superhero. Uh, Eve is obviously my, I'm i I'm on Eve stan. I want Mark and Eve oh, really? to get together. Yes. Really? I want, I want Mark and Eve to get together. I uh, saw coming show. the
1: first episode. I knew it was going to happen. Cause like Eve flies sure. through his window and he's hooking up with Amber and you're like, okay, this yeah. is the last, you know?
2: yeah and, the, and 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 I, I i appreciate how they're saying that like uh he's trying like Margus trying but obviously uh Amber's a smart girl like i I did not I, I was like yo she definitely knows like you've been like you've been out of it bro and like people have seen your dad before they you know they're not catching the the the, the similarities bro this is not super like, it's not Clark Kent. Like, no like, that was
3: the part that kind of confused me too like his they I'm pretty sure, like, everybody knows that his father is Omni-Man. So but why don't- do you have to lie about being a hero? And I think, I'm not going to lie I'm not going to lie to you, I think that's kind of Eve's fault a little bit, because maybe just the way she worded it to him, like, oh, yeah, you got to, uh-huh. you only should tell people your secret identity if you really care about them and stuff like that. And uh-huh. I guess that tripped up Mark, and yeah. now guess he had to play Amber like that. I was like, what yeah. the, bro, like, no, you should have just told her straight up, like, hey, man, as you know, like, I'm a hero. My, you saw my dad you see my dad yeah. like it's gonna yeah. happen the genes passed down
0: like yeah
1: what do you think was gonna happen here like i'm sorry like i'm sorry like, he, like I'm, I'm half filter my. so why do you guys think he did it because i have a theory and i know it's right but like i know it's right <laughs> in my heart and my soul <laughs> but why do you guys think he killed the guardians not the guardians of the galaxy um the guardians of globe
2: uh, okay one of the things that i wanted to say is like the, for me the biggest surprise of the show so far it was robot so like for, yes. for for me for me I thought he was gonna be like the villain like the brainiac of the show nope. right like cause like cause like as as we saw as he gets uh, basically labeled the recruit master <laughs> like uh, the yeah. the recruit master for the Guardians of the Globe you see him like do some shady shit like he he let the clones out like okay this dude's gonna be the villain it's like nah bro I just wanted to like be be me <laughs> I just yeah, wanted to I be, just be released want to
1: live in a, a bowl like a like in a yeah
2: Yeah. i didn't want to live in a bowl so like that was surprising and they caught it they they caught me off guard which was good like i i want to get surprised um i think omni man kills the guardians of the globe because uh they're i I think it has to do something with vilt the being a viltramite that we haven't we haven't heard we haven't seen uh because if you think about it like He's part of the, what's it called? The, 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 the planetary council or whatever. Yeah. The people and, they send and, out and, and he, and he, 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 they explicitly tell us that all Viltramites or like most of the Viltramites that are like, that have some level of expertise or physical ability. They're basically like forced to just go into a random world and protect it. Right. They just mm-hmm. go into different uh, areas of the world and protect it. And I think, I, I think he either felt threatened by the guardians of the globe. Once his son found his uh, powers. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, they're going to like, I'm not going to be able to protect these people. If somebody stands up to me. Uh, and, and two, I think there's something missing. I think we're missing something like, and, and, and I caught the glimpse when, uh, when uh, Mark's mom tells Omni, man, like I taught you how to be a Earth person. Like yeah. I taught you what like social constructs were. I taught you how this world works. Uh, you didn't know. And I, and I felt the disconnect when they're in Italy. That's another thing. I felt when they're in Italy near the, near the, The like we're saying, do you trust me? Do you trust me? Yeah, Yeah. I trust you. Oh, perfect. It's like, nah, bro, let let Cecil take care of the dragon. I'm here with my wife. I'm like, bro, there's a disconnect in social constructs and responsibility that I don't Mm -hmm. know where it is. And I think it's something to do with like the past of uh, like uh, Animan's past, which we'll probably get an an insight to in the next episode.
3: Mizu? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in the oddball out here. I think he's just, I think he's lying. I think he's that Ooh, as in like I gone? think he's lying about his race in a way. Like I think he's oh. lying, he's making them sound like some omnipotent great people that just want to protect people. I'm not gonna lie, this is just maybe the human part of me. Who just goes out of the way just to do that, just for people sometimes? Like, I don't That's know this, I think that this is gonna sound weird, but I think the Vulture Mites are like saints, what they originally were.
2: Oh, they are
3: people. There are aliens who are sent to a world to protect, uh-huh. but what they're really low key doing is conquering it. They send yeah. one basically representative who scopes out the planet, and if the planet is um worth <clears throat> worth protecting or whatever, um worth like worth to them, they're gonna conquer it, and they're gonna be sending mm-hmm. maybe more of their cronies to help out or just maybe him alone and i feel like um
2: the immortal was protecting them again you know,
3: and here's not? another thing he was really kind of shooken up that mark had powers he didn't mm-hmm. expect mark to have abilities and ever since he found out that mark had powers and that's at the very end of the episode we see him kill off all the guardians yeah yep and with that being said, like, yeah, not only was he threatened by the guards, I think what my my whole sand thing, I think after that happened, it, I guess it reminded him what his purpose was on the planet. Mm-hmm. So he's basically gutting out all the people who might be potential threats.
1: OK, all right. Let's see if we can call it. I've wanted to say, this. Wanted say. Want, wanted to say this April 26, April 26. Yeah. OK, I've I've had this for a while in the first episode, in the first episode. When Omni-Man is describing what Viltrum is to Mark, he says we are sent to be the sole protectors of a planet.
2: because uh... says we are
1: sent to be the sole protectors of a planet, which means... He wants no one else to steal the honor of protecting a planet from him to hold credit at Vilterman. That is why he killed the Guardians of the Globe. It is why he views all other so, so when when the new Guardians of the Globe are being made, he's like trash. He's watching them when they're all Pathetic. Fighting. When Rex, when Monster Girl and Rex Splode are fighting, he's like pathetic. Because he thinks he is the only person who should be able to protect the globe. And that's why Mark getting powers is giving him such a quandary because the human side of him that he learned from his wife tells him that you shouldn't murder your son because he he like he like didn't want Mark to get powers because now either Mark or Omni-Man has to be the sole protector of Earth and he doesn't want to have to kill Mark. That's why he wants to talk to him. That and makes that's a lot he, of sense. That's why he's staring him down. Please be sharing part two. Ah, uh, but yes, that is my theory on the matter. And and I oh god, I wanted to say that for so I wanted to get that off my chest for so long. But yes, that is where I think it's going. But you were right, Jose. The biggest twist out of that was robot not being evil. Yep. I didn't think he because I also I also thought he was gonna be evil. I had no reason not to, you know, like he's a robot, and then mm-hmm. and then you realize like he does, he breaks the my two favorite characters in the entire show out of prison. Yep. Um well, I guess only one gets out of prison and they just the, their quips are so funny. The show is so well written. I love it so much. They are so funny and the action is so intense and the voice casting, the voice acting cast Oof. is so incredible.
2: But yes, That's, that was that the finale question? No,
3: no, no. I think maybe the next episode more. might be. Yeah, okay. Maybe. Um, I, think it's, I think it might cap up at 10, I think, or maybe yeah. eight. Yeah, eight or
2: ten. We're we're about to hit eight. So that makes sense.
3: Post
1: blue men, my next note was um Omni men killing people never gets old. Ever. When nope. he finds all the invisible Brutal. when he finds all those invisible soldiers in his house and he just just smacks one without even he, looking.
3: He literally smacked the man in his half his body. Half I wrote, his body was just oh my across god. Across the table, like, across I wrote, the table how do you, I wrote, so I how do you get table. cut in half by
1: a table? I was like, how hard do you have to hit a table to get cut in half? It was incredible. And then them blowing up the house. I just Oof. I love, I in my favorite part of the whole episode was, it was, we're seeing what humanity can do. They're pulling out all the stops in the mm-hmm. face of an unstoppable God. And he's like $400 billion for the world's most expensive nosebleed
2: bro that shit was that that got me that got me i was like yo
1: when he knew the laser was coming down he goes you he looks over at like you wouldn't dare
3: you wouldn't dare (sighs) i'm not gonna lie to you what it kind of low-key reminded me of when i was watching this it's just like it made me realize how scary superman is now yeah like because basically if you think about it because people make the comparison like oh homeland is like superman but like, i don't really think so after seeing omni-man omni-man is really like superman like as in power wise yeah. he may not have you know the laser vision all that kind of stuff like basically superman is omni-man but with more powers and like i'm just sitting here like yo this is if superman went off the like really went off the deep end. injustice literally really injustice, injustice off the deep end, exactly this is what will happen
2: bro
1: like i don't know he, man it it was it was and i I also wrote cecil equals rick um yeah because he's in the teleporter and he's got like all these like super high gadget like like mechanisms he's like like the smartest mammal you know bro he's taunting
2: um, he's taunting omni-man like yeah Mm -hmm. because
1: he's a culmination of everything that like uh, like everything that a humanity can throw at people and i wrote very america to be like these cyborgs are fucked and then use them Like they're Mm -hmm. like, this is disgusting technology and then use it in a last case scenario. That was, but but at the same time I wrote, Cecil is surprisingly self-aware. Nolan's wife, who's, I don't know why I'm spacing her name right now. Um, What was that? I'll find it. Oh, um, but she, she goes, this is why I hate you. And he goes, this is why I hate me. I was like, that is a surprising level of self-awareness from like the, from like the Nick Furies from like, you know, the Facts. Ricks, like, like the humans that represent, like, we are the humans that are trying to like make
3: earth safe against superhumans, you know? Hmm. For sure. I, I do like how he is, like yeah very self aware of how he is and what he's doing, unlike you know other people like yeah Nick Fury will give you some type of random justification for his actions um in d c Amanda Waller, she oh. the same way, like there are a lot of like those human characters who have a lot of power and a lot of resources who are just oblivious to their own actions and justify their actions all the time while Cecil like acknowledges that this yeah. is wrong.
2: What is it, Jose? Who's the voice bro, actor? Bro, I just I've I've been looking, Holy <laughs> shit!
1: Have you not looked at the voice acting cast? This cast: Ozzy Beats. Um, no, 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 Urza, no, no! Pérate, Pérate. Whoa,
2: whoa! You're gonna make me act up in multiple languages here, bro. Uh, Maher Ali, John Ham, Clancy Brown. Who, if you don't know, that's Mr. Krabs. Uh, yep. We got Ezra Miller. We got Mark Hamill. We got we got Laura Cohen. We got um, damn J.K. Simmons. Rick, Rick, Seth uh, Rogen,
1: Dan Harmon was, uh, Dan Harmon was in the last episode. He Walter was Goggins,
2: Walton yeah. Goggins, bro. From, uh, from the, Oh, what's the called? Uh, the, the, the hateful eight. And yeah. he hasn't been a lot, a lot of movies, bro. Okay. So this cast is amazing. Zachary Quinto is robot. I did not know, recognize that. Oh my God. Huh. Zachary Quinto is freaking robot. Okay. Um, I, I, I love the series. Yeah, uh, I'm sold. Like I, I, you can you can put whatever, however much you want into this. Uh, Amazon, you're doing a good job there. Exactly. Uh, I would just say that there, there, there was a little bit of a disconnect. I think in 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 Mark. Like, I think now that Mark is gonna be able to like talk to his dad and see what like because he's every like the world, the entire world saw him like kill the immortal again, Yeah, uh, like that, like in in a vicious way, like with no remorse. I think it'll 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 give him that sense of maturity cuz like br- br- I f- I feel like he's kind of immature for being like literally just like a few months removed from like going to college uh, like while Eve Eve is super mature I know she's got uh-huh. experience Amber is the source of reason for the show like the source of uh uh like calm and collect reason for for, for, for at least for him uh even his friend like even his friend is super like self aware even though good point. Yeah, even even, even even though he didn't know that, San, like he didn't even though he didn't recognize that Mark was a superhero, he was like, "Bro, like I could have seen this for a mile away. Like I saw this. Like you, yeah. you were just an asshole. Like from from the yeah. beginning. Like everybody's self-aware, but Mark. And I don't know if that was just a product of them trying to make him like this is the traumatic moment that changes him, like being against his father, mm-hmm. or if it's just like them just not doing a a, like a solid job of like establishing like the weight of the of his action of his actions, right? Because he. He is he 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 faced off against the the whatever the Martians were like uh, mm. at the beginning uh, the, the not the Martians like, let's make it clear the people that died because of age like the that alien race yeah, that was yeah. a big challenge but bro like when he faced off against the Martians he he was super irresponsible and say like, uh, yeah can I take my uh, my astronauts and dip uh, I gotta leave and say yeah. like, bro these people literally have like a a, par- a parasitic race that is gonna go bro, into I- Earth.
3: I- I was just confused with that too. I'm like, you're, so you're, you're not going to help the Martians. You are just gonna like. He's like, I'm just here for the mission. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And he's like, I just need a rock. I need to, I need something from Mars to bring back to my girlfriend. Yeah, no, I think, I think, I mean, imagine, imagine a situation where you're being raised in a perfect family by the strongest dude on earth. I feel like you're not going to run into a lot of situations that make you mature, Mm -hmm. you know? So, big. so I, I think like a big thing is him realizing like like he's got to grow up because now reality wants to punch him in the face. Yeah,
2: I, uh, I think uh, yeah, that's what like I was saying. I think
1: I think he's got he's it's gonna take some time. Um, but I I mean I am seeing growth out of him. You know, because mm-hmm. he has come mm-hmm. to the realization that Amber left him because he was being an asshole, not because he was super. Because she knew. You know, and it's hard not to know. Like, like anyone who sees him is like he's always in the same place. Like they've never like it's you can't find them both in the same place. But like he always shows up to where Mark was. So like, of course, Amber knew she's not dumb. You know, so yeah, I know he definitely is. He's I think he is maturing. I think the relationship and the conversation he's about to have with Nolan is going to be very important in that matter.
2: For sure, I think I think I think the the show is going on a a, a great a great path at least on in terms of story and. Uh, an impact, just like bro, the, the way that they've handled like character deaths, and then then just oh. like the the vi- the violent nature of superheroes in general, like the weight that it can have. I know the Avengers do that in their own way, and like the the Justice League is trying to do that too. But like mm-hmm. here, there's, it's straight up like, yeah, bro, like you have to evacuate the city because if we if we can't stop Omni, man, he's going to like literally wreck us all up like yeah. just by being just by existing. So yeah. so it's it's been it's been good to see the like the weight of the decisions that the characters make have such a big impact. And I want to see what I want to see what the what the clones are going to be up to now. Cause they didn't get the right schematics from robots. So I'm, 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 I'm excited. I'm excited.
1: I just love them so much. They're so goddamn funny. Um, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. Any, any last thoughts on invincible? Cool. Winners uh, and losers, baby winners and losers. All right. So my, we'll start, we'll start off. We'll go rapid fire here. My winner this week is Tokyo Revengers. A uh, little anime coming out of Crunchyroll right now uh adaptation of a manga that was super super popular uh, all about a dude who can travel 12 years back in time to save his middle school girlfriend because that's who you would save uh when being when when having the ability to time travel you wouldn't buy google stock or anything you would go save a middle school girlfriend uh but yes so that one is it's picking up a time um also second winner is to your eternity to your eternity had like i said last week single saddest first episode I've ever seen second week a little bit slower starting to build up what could be a pretty interesting story on the back end here um but yeah I I think those two are going to be the anime that I'm talking about this season on top of MHA Uh, I have yet to find uh, an anime that uh, you know we're coming off this season and actually so this is this is where my loser comes in because for the second week in a row I'm the loser because we are coming off what was the hottest season in anime i've ever seen we had jjk reincarnated as a slime we had
2: Tear eternity
1: aot um uh, we had um a lot we had a lot and I was, I was, I was up to my eyeballs in anime that I was adoring. And now I'm kind of, I'm kind of swimming. I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to stay afloat. I got MHA trying to throw me a life raft, but it's not three amazing shows simultaneously. So the loser is me just struggling to find that JJK sized hole in my chest. How about you, Jose? Uh,
2: I have multiple, I have a lot, I have a lot, but I'll just do a rapid fire. So the first one is me uh because i got i got a lot of good satisfaction from from both from this week uh and and from just pop, pop culture in general i also read the first few pages of kaiju number 8 and i'm sold uh, hey, i'm
3: sold, I'm sold. It. i, was it was I also down, works
2: yep and i i also downloaded black sands entertainment and i'm also sold like i i just i i love it i awesome. love it i'm i'm I excited uh my another winner of the week and my my biggest winner of the week bro sam wilson Take a bow, Captain America. You Captain did America. it, homie, in the best way possible. Put some so, respect on put, name. put some respect on his name. Um, yep. I will be going back into JJK, so I don't have any winners of the week in that area. Um, Scorpion and Sub Zero. My biggest winners of the week are non-anime-wise. Those, those two got their just due diligence. In a, in a, in a whole puddle of, of trash, they were two beautiful diamonds. So, so I love that. The losers, though, first and foremost, Melina. Melina, you girl, they did you so dirty. So dirty. And Raiden. Walk. Melina yeah. and Raiden, oh my God, losers of the week. Uh, another loser of the week, the immortal, my yep. man, my, my man died in twice in less than ten minutes. <laughs> and all I did was give him like like red eyes.
1: Oh all, my god! That's all you accomplished was red eyes. Oh
2: my god! Uh, n- not great, not great in that. Uh, and the uh, the final loser of the week, I think, in my opinion, is just like fans in general because there's gonna be a little bit of a break between like. the 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 psych up again i know that bad batch is coming but i know not a lot of people have read like seen the entirety of rebels and 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 uh and clone wars so i'm excited but i know like the unless it's a masterpiece i know that a lot of people are not going to be watching but but until loki arrives i think we're going to have a little chill down but but it's been a great week it's been a great week oh oh, oh 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 before i leave the final loser of the week slash winner, Rengoku.
1: Yeah. I, I oh. love
2: that man. I didn't think they were going to kill him. Say hello to Stan Lee for me, bro.
3: Ah, I yeah. love Hold you. down up there. That's it. That was That's tough. It. All right, Mizu, let us know. For my winner would have to be Tokugami. I just, that whole entire okay. episode in Hero Academia was great. I like how they set it up. And he was mm-hmm. pretty much the MVP of that episode. My second winner will have to be Isaiah Bradley, him finally getting his roses after yeah. all the persecution, the uh, being experimented on and just being locked up. He finally got to be recognized, even though at first he didn't want to be. Yeah. Same out of his way. And it really showed um, his importance to brought the him story. Into the
1: light, brought him into the light correctly. Didn't, yes, didn't just I like it, pull him in, you know, like made sure he was remembered.
3: Definitely. I like how they did that. And of course, it goes, it goes full circle because in the first episode, we are in um that same museum with the new opening of Captain America's little mm-hmm. memorabilia and everything, and we uh-huh. ended in that same place. Now yeah. we just added um Isaiah Bradley to it. Full circle. Um, my two losers will have to be my first loser, is Cole from world the mortal Kombat, um just not a very appealing um protagonist to me no nope. uh like i guess the real loser is goro right yeah like, <laughs> he, he had his his wins just weren't real wins to me like no, you can't beat goro the man who won nine tournaments just like that that was that, was yeah, that no. to me like what's what's the what's the male equivalent of a mary sue Oh my god. Goro. That's what I'm thinking of like Goro I don't know what is, it yeah, the equivalent. I guess Goro now, yeah. Goro so, is like the equivalent. he just it was a very Mary Sue thing for him to do. And my second loser is Carly. Carly, she up and dead. She yep. she unceremoniously <laughs> too. But one thing I said, one thing I am happy about is that you know I'm glad they didn't go with that full cliche how they you know kill someone off and they give them the, they land on their lap and say their last words and they give them like a whole full speech. I'm surprised they didn't do that, but I'm happy yeah. that it just ended with I'm sorry and it was, that was it. That was but, it. but uh, yeah, geez. my loser is definitely Carly. I mean, you had I, I get what you're trying to do, but it just didn't work out. You, you just plan was all over the place, and now you. Now you're talking to your, what's her name? Mama Danya. Mama yeah, Danya. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now, yeah, you got the, the funerals a bit bigger.
1: Yeah, God
3: damn. What a week.
1: What a week. Longest ever episode we've ever done. Whew, we had a lot to get into. And if you made it this far, you know we appreciate you because we had a lot to get into. And if you like all the things that we liked, it was a great week for you as well. So I'm Nixie Comedy, NC Hammer 23 on Twitch and on YouTube. Coming out of Texas.
2: Yes, sir. This is Tropical Joe. You can find me at period Tropical Joe on TikTok. And I'm not even going to bother. The links are in my bio. There's lots of different names, lots of different handles, but it's all Tropical Joe. Rebranding. Coming out the
3: East Coast. You got Mizu Shogun on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. And it's Maryland. You can say Maryland now. Like, we're out here in Maryland. I'm finally... Full settled. Crab City, one hundred ten percent. Nowhere right. else. Yeah, all right If all who follow me, y'all see a different background.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Once I once I leave here in a couple months, it's gonna be a whole new thing. But okay, guys, thank you so much for tuning in this week. We appreciate all the downloads. We just hit a thousand downloads, uh, which is massive. That's uh, over two hundred episodes. So thank you all so much for that. We appreciate it. Uh, go ahead and leave a five-star review for if you really hate us. And in the meanwhile, guys, we
0: will see you next week. Bye. Introducing WonderSweep from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away.